boy, I play, yo, I was up in my room, I let the stereo blaze on Saturdays, when kids go out and play, I was up in my room, I let the stereo blaze, it's all inside of me, it's all inside of me, it's all inside of me, it's all inside of my head, it's all inside of me, it's coming over me, it's all inside of me, it's all inside my head. Yeah! Click, click, boom! I'm coming down on the stereo, hit me on the radio. Click, click, boom! I'm coming down with a new style, and you know it's both wild. Everybody, everybody, come on! Come on, come on! Everybody, come on!
dumb ending. Stupid. Just in the damn song for fuck's sake. You know I'll do really it. Love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Take a shit every day. At least once a day, take a mighty shit. Preferably in the morning. Taking a shit is good for your mind, body and your soul. When you don't take a shit, you carry the heaviness and all the negative energy. The aggression, the anger, the resentment. Yeah, that was the, that was the voicemail I got from Stackhar. So, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Good morning, ass family. Happy day after Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully we got a lot of people here today. I know everybody's schedules are thrown off. I said that I would do a show, and we don't have a lot planned today. We got a few stories here and there. I got to tell you about yesterday, and there's an incident going on. That's all I can say right now. That's all I can say right now because I, I, I need to, uh, like, I, uh, we'll get to it. We've got time. Believe me, we have got time. Good morning, SFM. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I know here at Casa de States Manor, uh, it, was, uh, it was a day. Uh, the, the good child came over and uh, smoked a, a prime rib. Phenomenal. Braddy Kid made her world-famous mashed potatoes, which, here's the thing. I don't like getting mashed potatoes anywhere except, unless I make instant mashed potatoes, because I know that those are just crap. Because Braddy Kid's mashed potatoes are the best mashed potatoes I've ever had. And that's a, and, and oh, oh, well, we got plenty to save over. And, oh, I'm thinking about today I might make a shepherd's pie. Um, I, I might take some of the leftover prime rib. Ground that down a little bit, cut it off a little bit, put it in a little pot with some like peas and carrots. Go get some peas and carrots. Mm-hmm. Simmer that on up, get it good and hot, put the mashed potatoes on top. Bam! Arnie Shepherd pie. Fuck yeah. Maybe put one of the jalapeno poppers we had yesterday. Cause we sure as shit ain't got no deviled eggs left. Cause those were I I am proud to report. I've received yet another Michelin star for my creations, my deviled eggs. Oh yeah, they 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 were magnifique yesterday. So that was the menu. A, a bratty kid made herself chicken, and the the spawn came over. And, and we'll get into it. We'll get we'll get into it. Let me let me say my good mornings to people, and then we can get into it and possibly what the incident is because well, there's an incident. There, there, there there's something going on. Not very happy, Mr. J. First one here. Says, good morning, Arnie. Hope you had a great day off yesterday. Now back to my regular scheduled work week. Yeah, you got to get back to that one day. And uh, I think I got a college game that comes on at 11. I think Nebraska comes on at 11. We might have to call Joe. We might have to call Joe today. A special, you know, uh, an impromptu Joe Murphy call when the Nebraska game starts. I I, I like the sounds of that. Uh, Trash Panda. Oh, Says, of course I'm here. I've been waiting. Some of us have to work today and yesterday. Damn it to hell. Well, good God bless you, Trash Panda. I hope you have a good day. Arise. I'm wearing my shirt. 
niggas for Trump 2024, and I there mean it. There you go. Good morning, Erised. I hope you're doing good in Oklahoma. Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Says good morning, y'all. Happy Friday to us suckers that got to work today. Indeed. Jamie of 4T5Printing.com, good morning to you. She says, good morning, ass family. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Oh, I'm decked out in 4T5Printing stuff. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Looking forward to today's show, Dr. St. States. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Oh, Douglas, I'm sorry. Hold on a second here. Uh... Oh, there, there it is. Screw your there freedom. Lost my mind for a minute there. It says, good morning, ass family. Special Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, he says, bueno Diaz. Buenos Diaz. Douglas says, I'm going to cut my Christmas tree down today. No work. Well, that's good. Be careful. I mean, make sure it's a real tree and everything. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? No, we have not, but I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Swoosh in the house. Good morning, my friend. Freedom Girl. This is good morning, ass family. Well, good morning, Sanchez family. Says, hey now, shitbird, Magarino. T-shirt time. Oh man, it is twelve ten. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh my god, shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts. Uh, look here, Rhino at 4T5 Printing, Jesse Jamie at 4T5Printing.com. You, you guys are the best. I, that, that's all I have to say. Uh, I'm outfitted in burnt orange and, and, and stuff today. See, it's game day, and I have to keep tradition alive. So I've got my Longhorns hat from 4T5Printing.com. I haven't put anything up because I've been lazy, and I've been working on the incident all morning. I will put it up. 4T5Printing.com. Look here. I ask them to make shirts. They make me amazing shirts. That's what they fucking do. So, uh, I, I, and, and we're going to go out today after the show, so I got my jersey ready to go. Game time tonight against Texas Tech, 630. Biggest game of the year. I hope we beat Tech by 70. And knowing that I'm in my right outfit, thanks to 4T5Printing.com, I know we will win. So, there you go. Gibby says jalapeno. Scott in the house. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. It's Black Friday. Bring on the carnage. Now, I have been watching morning news. I've had my eye on morning news. Nothing crazy is going on yet. They haven't broke anywhere from, you know, like a, whatever. Since there's no Toys R Us anymore, we don't get to see those super ghetto people step on other people. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, say, say, Mr. J says, that chance his family trip bird is what you do after Thanksgiving. Cameron dies says, good morning, ass family. Good morning, Cameron. Uh, there's my man, Colin. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh my God. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> but, and Jameson too says, morning, everyone. Arnie, have you sent me your address so I can send you that book? I haven't seen it. I haven't gotten anything from you, Colin. Arnie, radio one at gmail.com. 
Send it there, and I promise, because I've been looking for it. I've been looking for it. I'm ready to read the Dusty Rhodes book. I'm ready to read the Rhodes book, baby. Uh, gold in the house. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says, good morning, y'all. Ha- fat and happy, and those Niners had turkey on the field. Nine long years I waited for that moment. There you go. It was a big day in the NFL yesterday. Uh, it was a good day in the NFL. I mean, the Cowboys won, but, I mean, did, did you really think that the Cowboys weren't going to beat the fucking Commandos? Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says, good morning, ass family. Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. I'm about to head out to the sea of madness they call Black Friday. If I see any good carnage, I'll sure to videotape it. It's a four-day weekend for me. Colin says, cool, I'll rescind it. All right, good. Um, so, yes, today is that day of carnage. The, the one place that they said were, were filling up quickly, the parking lots, were the... Uh, we're the outlet malls, and guess where we're going today? We're going to the outlet malls, but not until, like, noon this afternoon. We'll, we'll go there this afternoon. Um, I may be working, but at double time and a half, when I'm done, I can go home and still get paid for eight hours. There you go. Um, this Yeah, this day I usually take off, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do the show that day. I've got jury. I, I, I've got a call tonight at five to see if I've got jury duty on Monday. I'll probably be kicked out of it, hopefully again. So I got to make that phone call tonight. If I have jury duty, then we won't be having a show Monday. And I was like, well, I can't do that. I can't take off two days in a row. I mean, that would be that would be terrible to take like a bunch of days off in a row without telling anybody on my my ass family, on my listeners, on my maggot. I mean, I, I mean, my ass family. I ain't gonna do that. So you know what's happening. Now, as for yesterday, let's let's go through yesterday. And Brad, a kid who has been busting her ass at work, and, and I mean they 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 treat her like a fucking rented mule, and she's been busting her ass, and she finally's got a couple days off in a row, and she's still asleep, and I'm trying not to mess with her, make sure Bubba's not anywhere near, her so she can sleep. Email address again. Hold on, here you go. I'm going to type it in up here. I can't talk and type. There you go. Uh, all right. So so she's busting her ass. She had to work yesterday morning. She worked till noon. So uh, <coughs> yesterday, the plan of yesterday was, and, and I guess you could go ahead and just count this as... Got that handled? Okay, good. So, um, I asked, you know, what time are what time are people coming over? And the good child, he was coming over at about nine to nine thirty. He showed up about nine forty, whatever. And because we, we were going to be smoking this this beautiful prime rib that we had, and that's going to take a while. Well, we knew the bratty kid got off at noon. So she's going to be home at noon, and she's got to start the jalapeno poppers, the mashed potatoes, and the stuffing. And by the way, our stuffing was stovetop because stovetop fucking rules. 
So stovetop was the easy part. The mashed potatoes, those are handmade. I mean, she did those. Whew. She grew the potatoes. I, I mean, it's amazing. She grew the actual potatoes we use. And the jalapeno poppers, she had to, you know, skin out. It, <laughs> so she's skinning them out because we're all a bunch of pussies around here. And uh, she's skinning out the, the poppers, put the cheese concoction in there, and trying to get all the seeds that she can. Well, lo and behold, she might have missed some. Please tell. Uh, oh, red and white. Wow, look, there's red and white. I haven't seen red and white in a while. Uh. Wait, hold on a second here. Where, Where is that? Uh, I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Yep. Uh, please tell us you call him he. I don't know. The stuffing that was my sister's house was so much better than stovetop. Oh, my God. Go child in front of spawn. Good child in front of spawn. Yeah. So, uh, good child's over here, and, and we, we're getting the, uh, the, the, the beef is ready, and, and she gets home, and, and she needs like two hours, two or three hours. So, he's put the, 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 the prime rib on for like 40 minutes now, and it's, it's cooking. So, she starts on all her stuff. And I believe that the spawn and uh, 2.0, especially Tyler says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Jesus Christ, Arnie, get it out. <laughs> Sorry, Arnie. Uh, so they're going to show up at about 2 or so because for some odd reason they're going to his family's house. By the way, his family doesn't like him, but whatever. They're going over there for, for the morning and then coming over here to eat. The pie we got was because the spawn said apple. So I said, okay, apple it is. So we're cooking everything up, right? And the deviled eggs are going quick between the good child and I. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and this is where, this is where I can't let people change me because it pisses me off if they change me because I still am a nice guy deep, 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 deep down. But there is, a, there is <laughs> an asterisk by the nice guy. So I noticed that we're we're getting down. And the other night I had asked 2.0, do you like deviled eggs? And he goes, oh, those are one of my favorite things on earth. I said, okay. Because I knew I was making deviled eggs. And my deviled eggs just received a Michelin star, so why not share those with the world? So they're going pretty quickly between the good child and I. Because Braddy Kid ain't getting anywhere near that. And I said, let's save him these four. We'll, we'll, we'll save him these four. I'm trying to be nice. Trying to be fucking nice. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use the Kinder Brine, and it's amazing. Doesn't require you to squeeze the bunch of salt water. Just a quick rinse and cook. Good. So, uh, so we we I, I pull them off to the side, and the jalapeno poppers have just gotten done. So we start in on those, and we're destroying those, right? But we notice that with, with one of the first poppers I, I put in my mouth, uh, it went all the way to my throat, and, and that's where the seeds released. And I got a, a quick jarring of jalapeno to the back of the throat, which I wasn't expecting. Now, jalapeno, I don't mind jalapenos. I just don't. I'm not a big hot guy. Just I, I, I don't get it, but whatever. Teach Sarah. 
And I looked at Braddy and I said, uh, we didn't get quite all the seeds out, did we? <laughs> she goes, oh, about 95%. And I go, okay. And just as I said, well, oh, okay. <laughs> the good child, he also got one. <laughs> so we, we both got kind of zapped, not knowing that we're going to get zapped. Now, the nice guy part, this is where it comes in. I noticed that the the chopping block where the seeds had been distributed were close to me. And I said to the good child, I said, wouldn't it be funny to put a few seeds in these eggs? And he about died laughing, which is pretty much all I needed. I, I saw that. And I said, well, here we go. And, of course, I grabbed a few seeds, put them in there, and then he's got a spoon, and he's mashing them down in there. So we have these four, and I put them back in the fridge. I'm like, okay, these are his. So uh, <laughs> uh, Braddy set you guys up. Uh, she Look, she was doing it, and those poppers were phenomenal. So, uh, <laughs> but see, this is where the, the see, I, I think karma punished me right away because right around 2.15, I heard at 3.5 did a drunken turkey, but fortunately climbed in the car and got arrested for DUI, ruined Thanksgiving. Um. So they get here, and, and I let them know. I go, hey, uh, the deviled eggs, uh, we, we saved you some because they were going fast. And he goes, oh, okay. They brought them out. Now, the other day he said, once again, one of my favorite things to eat on earth. Now, that if I were to say that statement, I, I'm, I'm pretty much saying a whole lot, right? So I thought out of the time of year it was, as much as I do not particularly care for this young man, I thought, push that aside. Be the bigger person, Arnie. You're raised better. And then <laughs> the, the dad and grandma side got at me and said, put some fucking jalapenos in there. So we did. And he brought them out, and he didn't even take one. And right then and there, I knew. And I was not happy. I was not a happy camper because I knew Brady Kid was going to be extremely hurt. Um, time for dinner finally rolls around. And uh, the spawn has the chicken, has some mashed potatoes, little stuffing, not much. And... Uh, 2.0 really just is kind of pushing food around his plate to make it look like he ate because they completely ate at his family's beforehand. And then blessed us with their presence. And we were like... We didn't understand it, 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 and it got weirder as the day got on. 
because he gets a couple phone calls, and it's the same call because it's a terrible Alan Jackson ring. By the way, hey, hey, buddy, it's two, it's 2023. Nobody uses fucking Alan Jackson as a ringtone anymore. And they say, because we haven't even gotten to dessert yet. We haven't even gotten to the part where she contributed. She picked it out. The apple pie. They have to leave because they're going to play pickleball. Pickleball. Outdoors. Oh, and by the way, Roscoe's sick. So that, that was, look, look. As far as the good child, bratty kid, and my Thanksgiving, we had a fucking great time. It was awesome. Watch the Cowboys win, win easily over a very, very bad team. But it was just that, that block. My sister caught me slamming down a dozen or so deviled eggs three hours before dinner and knocked me out. I thought the whole song as a ringtone was over. Yeah, so did, red and white, so did I. Pickleball is for 60-plus winos. Pickleball is fucking awful. And by the way, I've seen this kid's athletic prowess. I guarantee you he don't hit it. He misses it every fucking time. And you could tell they didn't want to be here. And, 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 and you know what? And, and so, so they go to play pickleball, and we hadn't even gotten to dessert. I, I I was shocked. I was shocked. And while we're sitting around, we're, we're talking about what, what should we do for Christmas, and she's like, oh, Berea tacos. Do you know how much work is involved in Berea tacos? No. No. But it has led us to an incident. So last night we we once uh once the Cowboy game was over, good kid he went home. He's a Niner fan. He didn't want to want to watch the Niner game with me because I would have been shit talking the whole time. <laughs> I wouldn't have because he didn't shit talk during the Cowboy game. But he wanted he wanted to go home, so he went home. Braddy kid was finally at, at peace. The house was somewhat clean. <laughs> Perea tacos are easy. Go to the taco truck. Yeah. Oh, no, she wanted homemade. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, the, uh, the, the good kid and I, we put all the leftovers away. We get every, all the dishes set up. She's going to do the dishes because she does the dishes, and that's just the way it is. So we get everything set up, ready to go. He calls it a day. She, does it, she's, she wants to take a bath and then go to sleep. Because the not sick kid got her sick. And she's been working 14 hour days being sick by the not sick kid that's out playing pickleball. Uh, I made burrito tacos for a Christmas party I had a couple years ago. It took three days to make from scratch. And that is why we're not doing burrito tacos. No, we instead have settled on the fact that we're going to do fucking pizza. It's going to be a pizza night. 
we do it on Christmas Eve. So, uh, so we all call it a night, and, and I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm 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 in food coma because I've eaten so much all day. I barely. I, I think I made it to maybe nine o'clock before I fell asleep. Maybe I was out. And I don't say. And lately, I haven't been sleeping that great. So I slept from like eight thirty until one. Woke up, had to do the old man go pee thing. Because I'm old. And then I slept till like 5.45 this morning. I was like, shit, I got to get trash out. Trash Panda might be around soon. Because our trash people come at all different crazy times. That's why you run out going to the taco truck for Mr. J's house. Mr. J, uh... (laughs) Hey, Mr. J, you're making burrito tacos? I'll be over there. So uh, I, I get my, my thing. I go to bed. I go to bed. Everybody's asleep. I wake up this morning, and my usual routine is um, cook my uh, coconut oil, quote, unquote. That way I'm good and lubed up by the time this show starts. Got to get Bubba's breakfast ready. Got to take the trash out. Got to do all my stuff, right? And by the time I get all my stuff, it ain't that much, but... You know, I got to take Bubba outside. And he's the prima donna when he decides to come back in. So I'm making my stuff, doing all my stuff. Then it's time to make my first Dr. Pepper of the day. So I take my Yeti cup. I go to the ice machine. And I press the ice dispenser. And it goes, uh... I said, well, that doesn't sound good. So, again, before I open it, I have to try it again, and it goes. I think, oh, there's something wrong here. Alicia! I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom man. Alicia says, good morning, ass family. Hope everybody had a lovely Thanksgiving. Uh, the old middle finger back from the ice maker. Yes, the... Uh. So now I have to open it. So you have to pull this clear tray that you can see all the ice in, and it's full of ice. What has happened is it's frozen at the bottom. So now I have to take this, this container out, but there's something that's blocking me from taking the container out. Something is in the way. Because usually you flip it towards you, then you slide it out, and it's out. But not the case. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn says, happy day after Turkey Day. Uh, Good morning, Dr. St. States and ass family. Well, good morning to you in Nebraska, gearing up for your big game in an hour and a half. Yes, we will probably call Joe and see see if he's he's watching the game as well. And maybe we'll get a play-by-play from Joe Murphy from the Nebraska game. Back to my story. So I noticed that it's not allowing me to pull it out because something's tugging at the top. Now, I don't know what's tugging at the top. 
I don't like the big red. Oh, okay, good. Then you're not even going to watch. Well, you'll still enjoy Joe Murphy. And what's tugging at the top, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the little tray that makes the ice that dumps into the ice bin. So you, you, if you have one of these, because I've watched a couple videos already this morning. <laughs> That's right. So there's this little bitty, bitty ice tray that sits at the very, very top of the freezer. And the water flows into that, then it freezes, and then it dumps into the ice tray. And then when you get your ice, you can choose to either have cubed ice or chopped up shaved ice. I choose cubed, but that's me. Well, the bottom is now completely frozen, and that's why the ice maker's not working. I'm like, well, okay, I, I understand that part by looking at it, but this top part, this thing, I... And I, I work away to where I, I get it and I can take the ice tray off. Now, we have an issue. I don't know how the ice tray got knocked off of its gizmo. But you see, on the south end of it, it has a rectangular uh, female hole. And it plugs into the the dealy whopper, the the fridge, or the the freezer, okay. And then on the other end, on the north side, it's got the male appendage wiener, and it's cylindrical, and it fits into a hole which turns the mechanism to drop the ice. The problem is that you there's not enough room, and I don't have the manual in front of me right now. I don't know if I can pop the front of the door off and fit that gizmo in there because there's a sensor on the bottom that sits there, that just sits there, and it tells you when it drops and all that kind of stuff. I'm hoping this doesn't have to result into a service call, but I would like to know what caused said ice bucket to fall off its hinges? That's our incident. We, we right now we are we are down an ice maker, and I like a lot of ice in my Dr Pepper, and we have about three hundred cans of Dr Pepper that I have to drink. Now, I'm not above filling up ice trays and using them. That's how I grew up. I'm okay with that, but somebody needs to do some explaining about the ice machine. <sighs> I saw that. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I'm I'm I and I'm trying and I'm trying not to break anything. I'm not trying to use too much force of pushing stuff. I'm like, "Holy shit." Has this ever happened to anyone? See, I told you today's show was going to be different. By the way, as you guys are trying to figure out what you can say and what you can do to help me here, uh, kudos going out to the man, the myth, the legend. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very yeah. much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Oh, Christopher. Christopher, 
You did a movie review, brilliant. You did the Napoleon review, the new Walking Phoenix movie, which I was excited to see until I saw your review. And I've been hearing a lot about this, that there are actors in this movie that are trying to do French accents, and the one actor that isn't doing a French accent is Joaquin Phoenix. Did someone reach in and grab ice and knock it off? Well, I don't know. I I was just using the door closed all day yesterday. Uh, I was waiting for a dramatic incident here, and it's an ice maker machine story. Well, that's pretty damn big. Definitely not Joe's ice maker. That thing was bulletproof. So Christopher has a great review up. I put it up on all the social medias yesterday. He had it up there on Thanksgiving, but I wanted to mention it today. Make sure to put that eggplant emoji up there. Poor favor. So yeah, so that 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 that's what that's what yesterday was. Like yesterday was a good day. It, it, it was fine. It was fine, except for the end. Then the end got bad. So it, you know what it is? It's fucking Thanksgiving. That's what it is. It's a holiday. Oh. So, what do you want to talk about? I, I mean, I have some stuff. Like, like the thing I have planned is a big story. Uh, Oscar Pistorius, you remember him, the Blade Runner? Remember that fella? The guy who had the uh, the, uh, the 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 hoops, the the sickles, if you will, for feet, who wanted to be an Olympian. And the problem is, is that in the Olympics, you, you have to have ankles. That's one of the first rule of the Olympics is you got to have ankles. Well, he didn't. He had them blades, and he became national icon in South Africa, or was it Australia? It was South Africa, wasn't it? I don't know. South Africans, Australians—they all look alike. So he became this big national celebrity there because he wanted to run in the real Olympics, but he can't run because, well, he ain't got feet, and that's the first rule of running is you got to have feet. And that's running. Uh, the Olympics is the ankles. Christine? Christine, 16. Says, good morning, Arnie Nass family. We just woke up from food coma, LOL. Well, that's fantastic. Good morning. Victor, good morning. Fred, I'm sure you're sitting around. Good morning. You know what, Fred? You don't you don't even have to log in. Here you go, Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the there back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. So that's the love I got for you, Fred. Um so, so he becomes this big national celebrity, right? And uh he's got this really hot girlfriend. Shocking. Big celebrity, making lots of money, endorsing money, got a hot celebrity girlfriend, right? Not celebrity, but hot girlfriend. Well, one night. He thought somebody was breaking in, and they had broken into his bathroom, and he unloaded. He shot, like, what, six times? Shot her dead. Dead. Graveyard dead. Well, turns out that he was kind of a dickhole, kind of an abusive boyfriend. Uh, They ran him through the courts, and the courts found him that he killed her. I mean, today's joke of the day was, why did Oscar Pistorius never redesign his bathroom door? Because his girlfriend was dead set against it. Um, 
<laughs> well, after 10 years, after murdering his girlfriend, oh, she was a model. She was Reva Steenkamp. Um, he's been granted parole. Holy shit. So, so, so 10 years after you gunned down your girlfriend in cold blood, you're given parole? Well, yeah, yeah, America's system is fucked. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a Thank tremendous you. memory. Thank mm-hmm. you. Appreciate and it. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Uh, good morning, y'all. I'm still in bed. Enjoyed the Cowboys beating my mom's Redskins yesterday. Yes, the Redskins changed my mind. I won't change your mind. I still call them that. I still call the Cleveland Indians the Cleveland Indians. You know what? Let, let, let's talk about this, shall we? Let, let, let's have a little powwow. Let's sit down Indian-style casino, not call center. Let's talk about this. Y'all need to get over yourselves. Y'all just need to get the fuck over yourselves. I don't care who you are. People are going to call you bad names. We used to have a saying as a kid. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It's a mantra that a lot of dads wanted to fucking pound into their kids' heads. But now, the mantra is sticks and stones will break my bones and words will forever cripple me. Uh, my deviled eggs were a hit. We are eating more this morning. Breakfast of champions. Oh, there you go. You missed my story about what I did to 2.0 and my deviled eggs. <sighs> Classic, Arnie. <laughs> then cripple the fuck out of those twat waffles. I am so sick of this. I'm so, this is, I'm not going to put up with it anymore. I'm not. These people that have this guilt in them for things that happened hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. Good morning to you. I just emailed you Black Friday Chicago shooting. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. We will get to that next. Um, and, and, and I put it on the guilty people because they're the ones that started this whole mess. Native Americans were polled by New, the New York Times twice. This is back when the Times was a reputable newspaper. By the way, kids, if you're under the age of, I don't know, 30, a newspaper is a periodical that we would buy daily. Periodical is something you read. It's like an internet article, but it's all the articles in your own hand. And they polled Native Americans. They polled 50,000 Native Americans. That's That's a decent number of polling people. And they did it twice. They did it once in 1992, and then they did it again in, like, 2010. 
1992, they found that 96% of the 50,000 Indians, and that's what they are. I'm I'm not going to play this game anymore. I'm not going to play Native Americans. I'm not going to play African Americans. If you're black, you're black. If you're Mexican, you're Mexican. You're you're Chinese, whatever. You're Asian, fucking A. If I say you're Asian and you go, no, I'm Chinese, I'm going to fucking slap you. That's Asian. Okay? Sorry that you got the hodgepodge over there. You're Eastern European. That's all I can give you. I can't tell you Ukrainians and Russians apart. Damn, which one's forehead is thicker? Africans, y'all are black people. Sorry. Not sorry. Australians, y'all are honkies. Like it or not. Y'all are honkies with real bad accents. Same with New Zealand. Tired of playing this bullshit game. Sawyer's dad, good morning, my friend. Oh, by the way, by the way, got my tickets to the Iron Claw premiere December 13th, 10 days before the release. Boom, goes the dynamite. Seeing the Von Erich movie, and then that weekend I'm going to AEW. It's a wrestling spectacular December. It's a holiday miracle. I'll get back to Oscar Pistorius here in a second. Because this all has to come back to this. You people that get upset at things. Native Americans, this, that, and I'm sorry that the world was a bad, bad place. I'm I'm making my official statement here on November 24th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm sorry that the world before us, before what we know on today's date was such a bad place. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. That's for all our Canadian fans. And y'all are honkies too. And y'all got black Canadians too. Europeans, that's all you are. Spanish, French, Germans, Europeans. England, y'all are just honkies. Why do you care so much about things that happened hundreds and hundreds? Why, why do you feel, uh, this is the root question to ask. Why do you feel so guilty for it? Why do you feel so guilty? Because it was wrong? Well, there's a lot of things that I can feel. I mean, if I think about it, there are a lot of things that, that, that were wrong that we've done in time. And if I have to feel guilty about all of them, when am I going to have time to feel any joy in my life? Or is it just all that self-reflection of guilt and then us trying to make the world a better place by holding yet another group down that we deem to say, well, they deserve to be held down because they've been non-oppressed for hundreds of years. And you can see you can put in white males there. You can put in males because you black males and you Hispanic males, you're getting drugged down too. When does it stop? I don't know. I just don't know. There is a a snowball's chance 
that Joe Biden could be reelected as president of the United States in less than a year. And I say it's a snowball's chance because I... uh, Through the years, not just the weekend. Oh, yeah. Look. Oh, the shootings. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Your Chicago story that we'll get to here in a second. Um, I, I'm just, I, I've gotten to the point where it's just so fucking dumb. It's just dumb. Getting back, the American Indians want the Redskins' name back. Let's start that trend. Well, here's the here's the truth of the matter. Ninety six percent in nineteen ninety two wanted that logo to continue. They had no problem with it. They found they found it to be awesome. Ninety six percent out of fifty thousand. Well, about twenty years later, they did the same poll. They polled fifty thousand Native Americans, and wouldn't you know? That it went from 96% to 98.2%. It actually had risen in favor in 2010. To continue the name of the Washington Redskins. The logo, by the way, was drawn by a chief. Not by, no, he didn't play in Kansas City. It wasn't Travis Kelsey. An actual Indian tribal chief drew that and they used the logo for it. But three white American sports writers, I believe Peter King was one, and Peter King was at that time the voice of the NFL. Christine Brennan, who wrote for USA Today, and I forget who the third writer was, but they went on this campaign that they will never, ever use the word Redskins in their articles again. And it was right about this time, I want y'all to think about this, that the wheels of political correctness started churning and churning and churning and churning and churning. And what happened? Lo and behold, in 2016, it was announced, or 2015, I'm sorry, it was announced that the Washington Redskins logo would no longer be allowed to be trademarked by the United States of America. That's a real story. Look it up. Dave Co. <laughs> he says, and that chief was banging Taylor Swift's grandma. Um, I agree that there's a snowball's chance that Biden gets reelected. However... <clears throat> What does this country do if they manipulate the vote again and he's reelected? I think this country will burn. I agree. I bet if a poll was done today, 96% of NFL fans would want no mention of Taylor Swift ever again. Uh, Keyless Chuck in the house. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday, and hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. But it took three sports writers... And it took them about two years of writing about the NFL for this to catch on. And then we got broadcasters who jumped on who wouldn't mention it. And then we had the trademark incident that happened. 
which later they found that they, they were able to get it trademarked again because it is a protected property. Sorry. So is the so is three Pete. Pat Riley owns a patent on that. Look it up. So then Daniel Snyder started to be investigated by the NFL. And people were snooping in because, well, they had cameras in the cheerleaders' rooms and they were making the cheerleaders into kind of hookers there, allegedly. All kinds of bad shit, right? And the NFL was investigating him. So Daniel Snyder, who said he'd never change the name again, said, oh, well, I'm going to change the name and we're going to change it to the Commanders. Thinking that maybe this will bring some good public luck and good public fortune because now the public not the Indians once again we don't give a fuck about them the 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 guilty white folks that buy the tickets to come to RFK Stadium or wherever the Redskins play because fuck them they're the Redskins and they're in my division oh FedEx Field that's where they play But then they gave in to the NFL. And Roger Goodell, the NFL Pac-Man that he is, says, well, we want more. you got to give us more if you don't want to go to prison for taking these pictures of these girls and doing all this kind of stuff. And that's where the speculation came in about, you, you, you look at, a, a, what, what's the name, Chucky, who got fired. During that whole entire, and and you're absolutely right. The Raiders coach was one of the only people to be fired during the Redskins investigation. That's because Chucky's brother once coached there, and Chucky had relationships with the GM, and they had conversations that were men conversations. You know, the grab him by the pussy kind of stuff. Well, the NFL saw the fact of that, and they released him. And that's why he's suing the NFL. Did you hear about Riley Gaines? She won her lawsuit against the NCAA. She won $1.2 million and is ably uh, swim in nationals again this year. Good. I did not hear that. Fantastic. Can we turn trademark the term boo-boo face? Oh, I'm sure he already did. Bruce Allen retired before getting in trouble. But, see, it's all this political correctness. So we've lost the Redskins. And they're, they're going after the Chiefs, even though that was a nickname of the mayor who brought them to the city of Kansas City. They got rid of the, the Indians in Cleveland because that was terrible, even though the story behind that, if you don't know it, the Cleveland Spiders were a team that was the first team in modern baseball in the, believe, the 20s to have an Indian on the team, a Native American, if you will. Native Americans were looked down upon then. The greatest athlete to ever live, his name is Jim Thorpe, and he's an Indian from Oklahoma. And the trials and tribulations that man went through would choke a donkey. Heisman Trophy winner, world-class football player, baseball player, and he was stripped of all that because he was Native American. So these tributes that these people did in the 20s, especially in Cleveland, was 
they said, what should we rename the team? Because the Spiders just weren't really catching on. And it was an eight-year-old girl who went to the newspaper and said, we should call them the Indians because we have an Indian on the team. He wasn't much of a player. He wasn't a great player. wasn't a bad player. wasn't was average player. But they renamed the team the Cleveland Indians to honor the first Native American to play in Major League Baseball. But the powers that be in the years 2020 go, that's just terrible. We cannot have this anymore. This is offensive. And by the way, it wasn't offensive to Native Americans because they weren't asked. They weren't asked. So they got rid of Chief Wahoo. And you can say that's culturally offensive as much as you want. Do you know what? Having black people in a KFC commercial is culturally offensive to me. Are we going to stop that? I wonder how they will be able to stop the Kansas City Chiefs fans from doing the tomahawk chalk along with the woo-woo. They're going to try. Look, look, Dave Coe, they're going to try. They they went after Florida State, and Florida State is protected by the Seminole Nation, and the Seminole Nation allows them to do the chop. But people still go after them, and they know that. The Atlanta Braves fans, they've been targeted for years. I'm honestly, I have to say that I am surprised that the Braves haven't changed because they live in such a liberal shit city of Atlanta. I'm surprised they haven't changed it. I, 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 I will see that change coming in a few years. Now, there's one that I don't like to talk about. And no, it's not Chuck the Cowboys to the Cow People. There was an actual movement here in Texas. And it'll probably start up again now that the Rangers have won the World Series. By the way, did everybody know that, that the Rangers won the World Series this year? Did I mention that? And we beat the Astros to get to the World Series, and then we won the World Series. We won 11 straight road games. Probably one of the greatest World Series teams of all times, but we'll have to put that in historical context later. That's not important here. It's the name of the team. There were a group of Hispanic Americans, Mexicans, who were here legally, who do not like the name the Texas Rangers because the Texas Rangers is a nod to what was known as pretty much the first line of Homeland Security. They're a group of of gentlemen that were trained to fight the Comanches. They were trained to fight and learn the ways of the Comanches to seek people out to fight the wars between those people. And they became really, really good at it. And they said, this is our new special forces here in Texas. They're known as the Texas Rangers. Yes, Chuck Norris is one. They are the best of the best lawmen. Now, they still have their flaws. I'm not going to hold them up as perfect because they're not. They're, they're still human. I told people, if you ever see a Texas Ranger show up at your fucking, and the, the lights are straight, you are going to jail. The end. They changed your mascot because of political correctness. They should have changed it to the Chupacabras. That was Tommy's submission. 
but a group of Hispanics, Mexican-Americans, did not like the way the Texas Rangers handled their business back in the old 1800s, and they have petitioned that the Texas Rangers change their name. And I, I will say this. If the Rangers ever change their name, I will stop. I, I, I will take all the Ranger stuff down. I will stop watching baseball. It will be the end for me. I will not care. I do not have a high school anymore. We went from the South Garland Colonels to the, the, the Titans. I mean, it's just stupid. Colonels to Titans. We were the Colonels for Christ's sake. Oh, they depicted, I'm sorry once again for the umpteenth time that the world was a bad, bad place then. But let's go ahead and just scrub our history of it. That way it never happened. Poof. That's what they're doing. Do you think in 20 or 30 years they're going to be talking about the first civil war? No, they're going to be talking about this one that's coming up. I'm going to be a Las Vegas A's fan because I was an Indian fan, but my team abandoned me and quit pretty much. What if they name, change the name to the Texas ass to honor you? No, I can't. They're the Rangers. The end. I, I appreciate them wanting to name, name the park after me. It has been since 1972. And will always be the Texas Rangers. The end. And they're going to come after all the other, the Patriots they'll come after. Then you see, this is the problem is that once you, once this levy is cracked and, and it's starting to spill a little bit here and there, you're going to see it. Stanford did it. They, they changed their name from the Cardinals to the, the or the, the Stanford Cardinal and their mascot's a tree. Probably don't have a Cardinal because the PETA people won't let them because the, the, the Cardinals are not fairly being represented. That's what's going to happen. We're going to turn into Europe. We're going to have the Real Dallas team taking on Houston Real. <coughs> Why? Because we're all fucking soft and we've all given in. And those of us who want to fucking take it back are too busy fucking living our lives. That if you finally do force us to take it back, we're going to take it back and we're going to beat the piss out of you when we do take it back. Because you've bothered us. You've angered us. You've gotten us off our cycle. I still have a high school, even in California. Galt still has the name The Warriors. And feathers on the logos and casino arrows on the other. How much longer will this stay, I wonder? Probably not much longer. Cardinals will just have to change their mascot from a bird to the Cardinals that molest children. <laughs> Say you can't go there. Don't the Reno Aces have a shitty announcer you used to be friends with? He's a good announcer, but I did used to be friends with him. What is the minor league uh, Rangers team? Have you thought about announcing for them? Oh, God, no, that's too much work, man. That's running around on the field. Look, I'll give Chris Payne credit, and he does a fine job. I don't like the inner innings in entertainment. I, it's, 
But I get it, you know, people bringing kids to games. It's a good family atmosphere. Well, so is a baseball game. It's a good family atmosphere as well, and you don't need all the bells and whistles. But I understand it's minor leagues. you got to do stuff to draw people to the park. Chris does a great job. I ain't running around that much. And, and here's the deal. We have a, we have a minor league team uh, in Frisco, the double-A team of the Rangers. I've, I've yet to be to a game, and I hear their games are fun, and they have a lazy river. And that's cool that they have a lazy river there, but I'm going to watch baseball. Like, maybe my my father and my mother, they jaded me as a child, but when we went to a a game, I watched the game. I I, I didn't go and try to get the mascot's autograph because, well, my dad didn't want to miss the game, and we watched the game. And I, 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 I'm, I'm not talking shit about them. I'm not talking shit about the, the aces or the rough riders or whatever they do to, to, to enhance the family experience for a fun night. That's gr- awesome. Awesome. Just don't change the product on the field. Don't fuck with the product on the field. You can have all your fun you want in the stands, and if I choose to go to a game, I'll choose to put up with that nonsense. And they do that nonsense at Major League Games sometimes, too, with the dot races. And and, and every once in a while, it's not bad, but every inning, good God. I think the Stanford Cardinals are named after the color cardinal, not the bird. Already politically correct. No shit. Uh, Aces do cornhole night where you have to toss your sack into the ale. (laughs) See, that's pretty funny. Yes, Stanford is the color and the mascot is a tree. How rough and tough. Reason number eight why I hate guilty liberals interfering in my sports and most never threw a fucking ball in their life or could. And, and, and you know what? You know what, Gold? Gold, I'm so glad you brought that up. You know the people that get offended by this are the people that don't even watch the fucking games, let alone ever pick up a ball and throw it. These are the people that watch the Super Bowl. These are those weird friends that come up. Look, look, we've all been to Super Bowl parties, right? And we've all noticed that there are those group of people. Now, I don't even have to have a Super Bowl party. I have a Thanksgiving to, to, to tell you about, which I already told you about. But I already have one of those people that comes to the house that has no idea what's going on, but tries to play along. And you see through it. What did he say? He, he asked me about the Longhorns yesterday, and, and I really don't like when he asks me sports questions. Because I, I have to... He, 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 all he said yesterday was about the Longhorns is all Longhorns have to do is keep winning to go that far. Thank you. Thank you, Nostradamus. But see, these are the people that get upset. People that have no clue. The Angels have the best minor league team name. Who do they have? I want the Angels to change their name to the greatest hero in baseball, the L.A. Enrico Palazzos. <laughs> the Frank Grevins. I have no idea how I'm going to tie this back to fucking... Oscar Pistorius fucking running and getting out of prison now after murdering his girlfriend. Ten years, that's all you get. Ten years, you're paroled, buddy. 
What kind of ankle monitor do you give him? Because he can release his feet. Does he have like a hip monitor or a thigh monitor? Because he can't have an ankle one because, well, he ain't got ankles. Do not suffocate. All you have to do is breathe. The more you know. Yeah, You know what? Fucking fantastic. Yeah, that is true. Thank you. Um, hope the A's change their name when they move to Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised if they change it to the Aces. Or do the didn't uh, did the women's basketball team in Vegas take the Aces name? Something like that. I know that the AAA team in Vegas was the Aviators for a while. I don't know if they'll go with that. Cold Arnie, no ankle monitor. It's true. You see that South African guy? Where am I going to clap this? Ike, crikeys. Oh, he turned Australian. So you have a retard in your family, too. My brother-in-law was being a commentator for the Niners game last night. I wanted to throw him on the freeway. Oh, God. See, but see, and those are the people that get offended at names like the Indians and the tribe and all that kind of bullshit. And they're the ones that will sign the petitions or they're the ones that will talk to their friends. Just shut up. Is this your way of getting back at sports because you weren't ever – you? Look, now all I can think about is is 2.0 trying to play pickleball. Have y'all seen this new phenomenon, this pickleball phenomenon? It's two on two, and and it's a small court, and you got a little net in front of you. And you just whack a ball back, but the ball can touch the ground. I don't get it. I, I don't get what the phenomenon is. It's like it's like table tennis meets tennis tennis. I don't get it. The Las Vegas chips, Las Vegas ranchers. Uh, I think they should change the Washington Nationals to the DC abortion. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. All right, uh, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. Hold on a second here. Let's find something here to play. Let's see. We'll go up. Oh, we'll play that into whatever I decide next. Man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind The interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive 
I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do And homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run Those women more boys raised on shotguns We say grace and we say ma'am If you ain't into that We don't give a damn Came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Or your pretty 
dirty white cotton gown And I've looked all over hell But heaven can't be found I looked on the bedside But your jewelry was all gone And I just wish you'd call me Every time I look at the phone I look in our dressing mirror And I saw
didn't know till she was gone how much she meant to me. She loved me, but I was blind. I bet I'd do a whole lot better next time. But I know, Lord, angels are hard to find. I want. One more time But I know, Lord Yeah, angels are hard to find One like that right there, Lord podcaster around not necessarily in listeners and downloads i just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while jesus man you ever hear of a salad no all right the arnie state show call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ ah welcome back to the show the day after thanksgiving all you that have the day off, congratulations to all you working out there. Sorry, but hey, you're making America wonderful. Me? I'm just fucking around. Ah, today was one of those days. It was nice to have yesterday not to really have to plan a show. I didn't even plan music. Shit, I just barely got music ready to to go now for the next break if, if we get that far. But we, we will call Joe Murphy today during the Nebraska game. Uh, let's see. Uh. What song am I going to play? Let's see. Uh, ooh. Ooh, I like that one there. No, that one's too. No, this one's a much better song. There you go. All right. All right, we got it. We, we got everything set. Don't you worry about anything. I'm a professional here. Uh, all right. Uh, Trucker James says, hey, Arnie, my wife absolutely loves the old school country that you play. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That means I, I love the music that I play. I don't like today's country music. I'm sorry. I just don't. Safety guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, B. Coop says, have a safe African-American Friday. Well, uh, thanks to Battleborn. Battleborn did the, uh, the, the hard work. Now, now, wait a second. This is dated November 19th. Today's the 24th. So, hold on a second here. So this starts back last Sunday. Okay, this was last weekend shootings that we had. We don't have a toll yet of this weekend shootings. I'm saying we're going to reach 100. Last weekend, 24 people were, were shot, four people dead in Chicago. Now, we, we're, we're hoping for some Black Friday antics, you know, because that, that's what it's all about are the antics on Black Friday. Now, Black Friday all time in Chicago this is pretty fantastic here. This dates back to 2006. 
Black Fridays have accounted for 17 deaths and 125 injuries on Black Friday alone. So if you're looking to get your shopping on in Chicago, you're playing with fire. Fur. Fire, if you will. (laughs) We don't have this. uh, Like I said, the, the weekend will start Wednesday night through Sunday. I'm telling you right now, 100. 100 people will be shot. Come on, Chicago. Don't let me down. Around here, we speak American, okay, but Mate says, good morning, ass and AIG. Sorry for being late. Uh, first time I've slept in in like 10 years. So how about them Cowboys and Niners? Yeah, both look good. Niners look good against a decent team. Cowboys look great against a shit team. Did set an all-time NFL record, though. Uh, Bland, our, our defensive back, number 26, former Michael Downs number, University of Rice. Yeah, I'm that good. Look it up. Look it up, and you'll see, holy shit, Michael Downs, University of Rice, war number 26, when he played with Everson Walls, and he played with Charlie Waters, and he played with Cliff Harris. Uh, you know what? I want to talk a little bit about the game last night and the game coverage. How dare they bring Tony Romo into that sacred fucking house? Um, but yeah, Cowboy, look, look, he, he returned his fifth interception for a touchdown. It was at five or six. He's, he's got five pick sixes this season. That's a record. The record was four. He was tied. And, and, and by the way, he becomes the all-time leader in Dallas Cowboys history of pick sixes as a Cowboy. So that was pretty cool. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only, bratty kid is in the fucking house. Yes, I do. You are bratty kid. And she says, morning, Operation Shave My Legs has officially started. Also, oh my God, 77-year-old Dolly was cool. We got to talk. We're, we're going to, we, you know what? Let, 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 let's have a conversation, shall we? Stinkfist! My man! Stinkfist, I thought about you a lot this week, man. This is morning ass, currently flying at 34,000 feet on my way back to that shithole in California. Amazing last few days that words cannot describe. He went to see his daughter graduate from uh, basic training in San Antonio. And uh, I was thinking about this. Um, next time you talk to your daughter, please be sure to say thank you for me. Thank you for or choosing to do this for us, the American people. Uh, I know that you were in San Antonio, and I hope that you, you got some good barbecue, and I hope you got some good Mexican food. But I'm so happy you got to see your daughter and see such a proud accomplishment for a young woman to make. Awesome, awesome stuff. Arnie, you had to pick one, Tony Romo or Dak Prescott. I, I'm fucking brushing my teeth with a harpoon gun, okay? If those are my two picks... Rice says, Stink Fist, did you try any of those food places or the stripper joint? (laughs) So, yesterday, yesterday, uh, Cowboys game comes on, and I I didn't know what channel it was on early. And I'm looking for it, and I see that it's on CBS. And I just, I felt this immediate kick to my groin. 
Look at this. The Ass family coming through saying, thank her for me. Jesse James says, congrats, Stinkfist, and thank you uh, to your daughter. Look at that. That is awesome. So uh, I noticed that the game's on CBS. Now, for a second, I get excited because as a broadcaster, as a person who talks for a living, I admire other broadcasters. And Jim Nance is one of those people. Hello, friends. Jim Nance has made some of the greatest calls in sports history, and I love Jim Nance. But Jim Nance was fucking, he was hobbled by the the authorities at CBS. Remember that scene in Misery when she puts his feet between that big old wooden block and hobbles him by breaking his ankle? Fucking gnarly. That's what CBS did to Jim Nance, and that's somebody, that hobbling is Tony Romo. By far. The absolute worst. Look, he he could give lessons to Collinsworth about how to be a worse broadcaster. He is absolute, one hundred percent dog shit. And people are like, "Well, he's calling the plays. He's he's he, he, he called a run play on first and ten. Oh, the Cowboys are going to probably run this up the middle. Wow, way to go, genius." I saw that one happening. Uh, first night we went to D. Willie's and they were closed. No stripper joint, but the whole family did get to go to a place called Bombshells. It was a military theme, but it was more of a Hooters type restaurant. Okay, nice. So, uh, so Romo's calling the game, and you can you can just hear the bitterness in Romo because. Look, I don't know why Tommy likes him so much. I, I I think it's to irritate me. If I if I know my best friend as well as I do, I know that that Tommy only likes he he only gives Romo any kind of credit because he fucking destroys me. So just uh, he had such a hard on for Dan Quinn. It's all look. Romo was about to fake this guy when when they showed the new head of CBS sitting there with his ugly wife sitting with Jerry Jones's fucking wife who's had more surgeries than anybody else in the world. They're sitting there, and Tony Romo goes, "Well, I know all three of those people. Good for you, man. Way to go, Tony. Way to go, you shit bird. Oh." Hey, Tony, how are all those playoff wins? Oh, that's right. You got two. You're tied with Dak now. You both have two wins in the playoffs. By the way, it's an impossible pick. That's why I'm taking the harpoon gun to my fucking skull. Oh. I just... A lot of people are going to say I'm very anti-Dak. And you know what? I'm just going to come... I am anti-Dak. I'm anti-Dak all the way, 100% against Dak. Don't like him. No, because he's not going to lead us to a Super Bowl. And every time Romo said yesterday, this is why this team can win the Super Bowl, I would just focus on number four and go, there's the reason why we can't. Same reason why we couldn't with you. Because you don't know how to read defenses and you don't pay attention. You're flash. Romo was such a bitch, too. The Redskins quarterback idolized me. He's going places. No shit. Yeah. He's going right to bagging groceries next year like the rest of the fucking Redskins fucking quarterbacks of the past 10 years. 
Tell me one successful quarterback Washington has had besides Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy won for him, and they still could bench his ass. So Romo's the retard with Tourette's from the special. Oh, yeah. Romo's so awful. Mark, Mark Rippon was the last one. Okay, thank you. Swoosh, you proved my point. That was what, in the 90s? The Redskins are honestly the equivalent of the Cleveland Browns in the AFC. They don't know how to draft. They just don't know how to draft. And the Bears are turning into it, sadly. And and I think the Bears organization I, I should be scrubbed from top to bottom because what they're doing to that city, and that city is a great football city. I mean, honestly, RG3. Night, fuck, please. The huge bust. RG3 was hot garbage. Dak Prescott cannot win this. He overthrew so many, and and he does something. And Tom Brady was uh, it's interesting. Tom Brady ripped the uh, the NFL apart last week in a broadcast, talking about how the league is too has gotten soft, how the league they they're not developing players anymore. Quarterbacks are are leaving their receivers out to dry, and they are left and right. And Dak Prescott is the perfect example of that. If I was C.D. Lamb, I would whoop Dak Prescott's ass after every game. C.D. looks like he got a little gangster in him. I think that he should put a fucking smackdown on Dak after every fucking game. Every time he hangs him up over the middle. I had to start Justin Fields this week. If he does bad, should I get a free hat from Mega Rhino? <laughs> no. No free hats. Only to me. Um, I I know that Cowboy fans are excited all over the place because this is like, what, five in a row, four in a row, and the, the home winning streak. Well, I'm about to tell you all that as a real Cowboy fan, as a Cowboy fan since birth, I have forgotten more about this team than most people ever know about. We play the Seahawks next. That's in Dallas. They should win that game. Week after that is the Eagles in Dallas. Cowboys ain't got the team to beat them. Then you got the Bills. The Bills, I don't know which Bills team is going to show up. We're at the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills in that one. Right now, of course, with Joe, I'll be taking the Cowboys. At the Dolphins on Christmas Eve. Wow, way to fuck up my Christmas Eve, Dallas, because the Dolphins are going to whoop that ass. The Lions, who out of nowhere lost yesterday. We saw the way to beat them. Blitz Jared Goff. Okay, we might win that one. And thank God the last game of the season is against shitty Washington at Washington, which will win that game. The Cowboys could go on a fucking losing streak. One, two, three, four, possibly five in the next five games. Redskins know they won't draft a good quarterback. They always draft Schuler, Farratt, RG3, Cousins. 
Sarney, have you seen Gronk on his broadcasting yet? I think he's a bit retarded. Uh, oh, 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 the pregame show with Gronk? Unwatchable. Gronk is unwatchable. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, he, it's funny. I don't know how late, how early y'all get up to watch football. My Steelers are in a rebuilding mode now. Yes, they are. Um, but you're not in a bad rebuilding mode. You you haven't gotten to the depths of like the, you know, the Browns level of rebuilding. You're still the Steelers. Gronk only has two brain cells: women and beer and bud. Yeah. The spiking of the football yesterday with the kids, I was praying for his, that he spiked on the ground to hit a kid in the face. Oh, I wanted that to happen so bad. But if if you wake up super early and you see the pre-pregame show, the one that has Julian Edelman in there, the one that has Michael Vick, the dog killer in there, is he still on Fox? Tony Gonzalez was on that show for a while. And I thought that was kind of the grooming spot to get to the main floor. And the main floor is with Strahan and Jimmy Johnson and Terry Bradshaw and Kurt Manaphy, that white fella. Oh, he's not? He just sounds that. Okay. Okay, Kurt Man. Oh, that, that was the big black fella. Okay. And then they added Gronk to that mix. Now, look, I ain't going to put the dog killer on there because I don't think the dog killer should be on TV, but that's just me. So he's out. Tony Gonzalez, which, by the way, was a whole lot better tight end than Rob Gronkowski. Fight me on that one. Um, I would put him in there before Gronk. I mean, Fox has just lost their minds when, when it comes to the broadcast because their number one booth, I don't know who the, the play-by-play guy is, but the, with Greg Olson, Greg Olson is hot garbage as well. Fox needs to revamp everything. When they lost Troy and fucking Buck, and, and we can all hate Joe Buck, but man, compared to what Fox has now, Joe Buck has got golden tones. NBC with Tarico and, and fucking Collinsworth. That's diarrhea fucking echoed. And I haven't watched any prime games, and I know that's where Al Michaels is at, and I miss Al Michaels. Al Michaels needs to come back to free TV. Tony works for CBS, I believe. Tony Gonzalez? I thought Tony Gonzalez worked for Fox. Well, if he works for CBS, then he moved over. Okay. By the way, that that show, that their pregame show on CBS is crap. Boomer Esiason, Bill Cower. Bill Cower, who's slowing down a little bit. I'm not trying to knock you Steeler fans out there. Bill Cower is, you can tell he got hit in the head quite a few times in the league now. But you got Phil Simms, who's dog shit and has been dog shit since day one. James Brown, black guy. Who else is on? Oh, oh, and then Nate Burleson. I don't know why Nate Burleson's on that show to give hip young people a chance to watch. Al Michaels has been struggling. Not the same. Might be time to hang him up. 
I can see that Al, Al Michaels, I've read a few things about Al Michaels, and uh, Al Michaels seems to be a pretty laid-back guy. Just kind of even, even-temper guy, and and if things aren't going his way, then he's probably only going to give it about fucking 50%. He's on Prime now. He knows that people are watching, but they're not watching like they used to, especially if you have to get Prime. Love Al Michaels, though. Love him. Tariko, crap. All the play-by-play guys on Fox, all crap. I ain't talking about the color commentators. The white, the white and black. The color. They're bringing color to the game. That's where it comes from. Hey, now, Nate is hot and played for UNR. Let's give him a little break. I, I, I like Nate Burleson. And, yes, he did play at University of Nevada. Great receiver. Played for the Minnesota Vikings for a while. He's like the stray hand of CBS without the tooth gap. I still enjoy hearing his voice. You may be right with the 50%. Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe they can uh, AI Madden. Oh, AI Madden would not last in this world today. People would think that people would get lost when he when he gets – people like Madden and, and Harry Carey, uh, people would be so upset in today's game. Uh, can they just call the game? Can they, can they just call the game, please? I don't need all this – Turducken talk. I did laugh at one point yesterday. I, I now I now I can t- I can tell the story again. I haven't told the story in a while. Um, Pat Summerall was John Madden's co-host, and Pat Summerall was a known raging alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, it was it's well known. Pat would get schnockered and, and call a game beautifully. Call guy one of the best golf commentators of all time. So uh Pat Summerall and uh John Madden. Summerall actually lived in Dallas. And when I was growing up, my my grandmother lived in an area of Dallas, Forest Lane and Abrams. It wasn't a bad part of town, it was a decent part of town. But that's where the Cowboys' practice facility was. She literally lived two blocks away from the Cowboys' practice facility. And they had these old, like, fucking aluminum siding, like, fences put up that were, like, nine, ten feet tall to where you couldn't see in. But, you know, those all have holes in them. You go in there and you watch practice, right? And all the players would park in the facility, and they would park around the facility, and you would just wait out front, and they would walk out, and they would sign autographs for you. And this is back in the, the late 70s, early 80s. Now, mid-70s. And uh, as a kid, of course, I'm going to go over there and get Cowboys autographs. I got to the point where I was over there so much they were letting me wash their cars and do things like that, you know, or help, like, one of the guys washing the cars, and they would give me wristbands, and they'd give me footballs. And, no, I don't have any of that stuff today, and, yes, I'm pissed off at myself. Met Roger Stahl back there. Um, Randy White, my all-time favorite Dallas Cowboy. He signed so many things for me, and he was so nice to me. He was such a gentleman. Harvey Martin, who I named my first dog Harvey after because Harvey Martin was my favorite player, even though I meant it was supposed to be Randy White, but it was Harvey. 
wrote him a letter, and he knew who I was, signed, take pictures with me, whatever, all the time, super nice guy. Tony Dorsett, dickhead. Butch Johnson, dickhead. My wife said yesterday, watching football, I understand they need to include women in things, but why are all these ladies that announce football games ugly? Because then we wouldn't pay attention to anything they said. Not that we do anyway. Um, and it was really, really cool. They'd sign your stuff. And, and so I, I grew up being a cowboy. I, I love the Dallas Cowboys. But this one game, we knew that Summerall and Madden were at the Cowboys' practice facilities. And I was there on a Friday, which it, I was out of school, so my parents took me over, and, and I went there on Friday. Because usually I'd go to Grandma's house Friday in the afternoon. I'd get there after Cowboys' practice. So this Friday I was there early, so I went over the Cowboys thing, and we saw the Madden Cruiser. And there were about 20 people outside waiting for autographs. And this is back before in the day of people, you know, getting them to sign 50,000 things. They'd sign one thing and they'd go for each person. So all the players would come out. I mean, it, it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They, they had early, easy practice, so it ended at like 1. So by like 2.30, the entire parking lot's empty. <clears throat> all that's left in there. I think even Tom Landry left. That's right. That's how old I am. I still got Tom Landry's autograph. Landry leaves, but the Madden Cruiser has not moved. And we know that John Madden is inside. And this lady, she goes, hey, kid, why don't you go in there? They seem to know you. Now, I'm a little kid. I'm like eight, nine at the time, maybe. I'm like, okay, I'll go in there. And I knew I should never have broken that, that seal. But I walked in that room. And I turned to the left, and that was where the film room was. And I see these two massive figures. One's got a big bottle of vodka in front of him, Pat Summerall. The other one has a cigar that is at least two feet long, and that's John Madden. And I get to the door, and I make some sort of noise or something. I didn't even get to say Mr. Madden. Madden looks at me, and he goes, get the fuck out of here. And I fucking hightailed it out. I was gone. Pew. That was my incident. I had I had a moment with John Madden. That's my Madden moment. He told me to, quote, get the fuck out of here. I don't even think Summerall looked up. I think he was too bla- glazed over. Freddie Kids says, lost three pounds of hair off my legs. Awesome. Aaron Andrews was looking old in that commercial she was in, too. Time to get some new young sideline reporters. I'd rather have ugly ladies in the booth than on the sidelines talking fluff. That stuff is so annoying and useless. I hate all sideline reporters, male and female. Play the fucking game. If you're a sideline reporter, report on injuries. Stop interviewing people in the middle of the game. (laughs) Good God almighty.
I did not watch any of the Niners game. I knew that they would probably roll, so I don't have a lot to say about that. Packers game didn't really care. Never meet your heroes. Well, it wasn't like he, he was never a hero to me. I like John Madden, don't get me wrong. But, man, I just wanted his autograph. That's all I wanted. I was like, and I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was, I thought it was a cool story. Even as a little kid. I, I was bummed I didn't get his autograph. And, and the funny thing is, is that, um, Man, this is quite a few years later. I remember I came to Texas on one of my uh, many vacations paid. And this was going to be my my big-time sports trip. Like, usually I take big-time golf trips. This is my big-time sports. And, and I did play golf on this trip, too. Let, let, let me start you out on this trip. Um, it's, it's near the end of, uh, I think it's the one going, yeah, it's the one going into Labor Day because we had that Monday off. So it was that last week of August. The Rangers were in town. So I flew in, and I stayed at the Four Seasons because I wanted to stay and play at the Los Colinas Golf Course where they have a tour event. That's where the Byron Nelson used to be. So flew in, and wouldn't you know, the Madden Cruiser was there because... The Cowboys had a Thursday night preseason game against the Titans. Yes, I had tickets for this because, once again, this is my big-time sports trip. We're going to start with the Rangers game where I sat eight rows behind home plate, watch them play against Baltimore, lost, fantastic. And then I had the Cowboys game on Thursday. Now, I, the, this the Tuesday, Wednesday, thir- Wednesday I was playing golf. Me and Tommy played the four seasons, and it was terrible. We were backed up. They were having a club championship. They fucked us over. So the next day they gave me a free round at the private side, and the private side was under construction, so they fucked me over. But I, I was staying at the four seasons, and I remember checking into the four seasons. I had a big old bag of Whataburger. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm here to check in at the four seasons. I was like, which room is John Madden in? They're like, we don't know any John Maddens here. So I didn't get to see him. So I go to the Cowboys game, right? I'm sitting there waiting for the game to start. Yes, I'm doing all this by myself because I was my favorite traveling companion. I'm sitting there waiting for the Cowboys game to start. And lo and behold, I had great seats. I had lower level seats at Texas Stadium, the old place. And who's walking up to the broadcast booth? Al Michaels. I put my hand out, and Al Michaels shook my hand. I said, nice to meet you, Mr. Michaels. He's like, hey, how you doing? And he kept going. I was like, kick ass. I met Al Michaels. Never got to see Madden. But then, after the Cowboys game, back to the hotel, got packed, because the next morning, I was driving to Houston. Had a round of golf to play where they play the Shell Houston Open. That was set up for me for free, so I was going to make that drive there. And that's Thursday. Played there Thursday morning, bright and early. Got there super early. I left. I left in the middle of the night. Played, checked in my hotel, got some sleep. Next day, Friday, driving to Austin. Drove into Austin. Terrible drive from Houston to Austin because you have to drive through College Station. Fucking never seen so many bugs on the grill of a car, and I'm not even kidding. Got in Austin. 
Stayed and played golf. I didn't stay and play. I just played golf at one of the one of the big courses there. And then I headed downtown to my hotel, and I went to the Longhorns game that Saturday. Saturday night, uh, went to Steakhouse after the Longhorns game, and I ran into uh, Mike Madonna. Great trip. That's a trip right there. Longhorns won. Cowboys didn't really care. It was preseason, and the Rangers lost. So there you go. That was my trip. But I had an opportunity to meet Madden again, except I didn't get it. Uh, let's see what else we got. Now, there's a weird. <laughs> Did anybody know that this was going on? When, oh, when did this group break up? Oh, this isn't even the group song. She'll only come out at night. The lean and How about this one? Hall and Oates broke up? When did Hall and Oates break up? And what did they break up for? 77-year-old Hall has was granted a restraining order after filing a contract debt matter lawsuit against Oates in November. Restriction relates to which of their hits Oates can do solo. When did they break up? What's wrong with the world? Is that Hall or Oates? Oates is the fellow with the fancy mustache, isn't he? Well, if there are two people I didn't think, and by the way, in their 70s and they're feuding. You really think there's chance in the Middle East if Hall and Oates can't get together? I mean, that would be like peanut butter and chocolate getting apart if Reese's broke up. If that asshole in the 70s who wouldn't have been walking down the street with that chocolate bar crashed into that weird lady who's eating a jar of peanut butter, we would have never had Reese's peanut butter cups. And no Hall and Oats? No Hall and Oats? Stuff. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Good morning to you. Hall is the blonde. Okay, Oats is the mustachioed one. He kicked Oats to the curb years ago. If Hall and Oates can't be friends, there's no hope for Israel and Palestine. Amen. One of them went woke. That would have to be that would have to be Hall. Hall wants Oates to be out of touch. Out of time. I don't have that one. I don't have an extensive Hall and Oates playlist. I have this one. That's shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, Stackar in the house. He says, that's like if I stopped eating pickles, right? 
Am I the only one traumatized by this? Am I the only one traumatized by this? Adam J! Did I hear something about Reese's? Good morning, Arnie. Adam J., good morning. Buenos dias, amigo. I hope that you are doing well, my friend, down in Mexico, but you might be back for Thanksgiving. I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know if I could go on, literally, without hauling oats. Let's see. Do that one, that one, and then uh, do do do. I'm gonna do the one that I like best. Okay, that'll be the next break. There you go. Hauling oats, breaking up, and and I gotta ask: Do people get excited when they buy tickets to go see Hall or Oats? Like, hey man. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, not much. Uh, you want you want to go out with the wife and I? No, I can't. I have tickets to see John Oates in concert. Uh, Oates has a string of gigs scheduled to start next month, but the dates, November 9th and 10th, were postponed before he filed the lawsuit. They are the most commercially, commercially successful duo in the history of recorded music. They've outsold Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel broke up a long time before, and their music kept going. During their peak years from 74 to 91, you got to give it up, man. That's pretty impressive. They were, they were relevant for a long time. Oh, no, another year without a new Hall & Oates album. That makes 33. Damn. I can imagine them playing at Jackson Rancheria on a Thursday night. Well, I can imagine them playing there, but John Oates, I don't think John Oates is going to get a whole casino. John Oates needs to start a band with Art Garfunkel. They should just call themselves the other guys. One of them became a manhood eater. One should play Jackson, the other play Thunder Valley on the same day. That'd be awesome. If you could find the, the actual middle ground and have, like, supersonic hearing, you could hear them doing the same music at the same time. Oh, I thought about something the other day, it, because my mind works in weird ways. I'm driving home from, uh, from running a couple errands the other day, and I got music playing in the car, like I always do. And it happened to be one of my all-time favorite bands. And look, look, I know, I know that they've been tainted by television shows, and there are certain songs that we 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 won't play. But when you hear this, when you hear this piano, you just know that goodness is about to happen, because you're about to hear to hear the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Perry. And I thought to myself. You know, if I was a rich billionaire, 
I want to find out who Steve Perry's charity of choice is. And I'm going to go to Steve Perry. I'm going to get my people because I'm a billionaire and I got people there. I go, hey, Steve Perry. My name's Arnie States. I'm a billionaire. I'm willing to offer you $1 million for you, cash, tax-free. I'll slide it to you. And then I will donate a million dollars also to the charity of your choice. Because, once again, I'm a billionaire, and I need the write-offs. He'll be like, well, what, what can I do for you? I said, okay, this is the thing. You got to hang out with me for one night, and we're going to go to a karaoke bar. And I'm going to have Steve Perry do open arms karaoke style. Fuck the rest of Journey. A million, I will pay a million dollars to see, do you think Steve Perry would go? I mean, does Steve Perry, like, like, does he have friends that they, like, go out to, like, good karaoke places, and they're like, come on, Steve, get on there, and then he hears that piano, and he's like, I can't do that. Like, what would Steve Perry's go-to karaoke song be? We all have a go-to karaoke song. If you're over the age of 30, you've got a go-to karaoke song. Some of us have a couple. My main one, though, is Hey, Good Looking. Can you imagine? You're sitting in a karaoke bar one night, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, next to the stage, uh, Steve. Steve, next to the stage. And then you hear, you're like, oh, God. Uh, I hope this person doesn't ruin this. The lights are down low. Be like, God damn it. This is going to be some fucking weird Botswalan. Wait a second. Is this, is this the jukebox? The lights slowly come on. You see that trademark schnoz of his? It's long flowing black hair. And you're watching Steve Perry do open arms at your local karaoke bar. karaoke bar doing journey and i'm gonna tell you this right now see this is all an investment for me not only am i a rich billionaire and i paid steve perry a million dollars cash to sing one song maybe i can entice him to do another one you see but you have to tell him what song you have to tell him what song because if you get steve perry and you go hey steve perry i'd like to pay you a million dollars to sing karaoke see you can't tell him what's for you get one karaoke song. And Steve Perry's like, yeah, I'll do it. And then you come out to this. No! It's a great song, but this is not Journey. No! No, Steve, I don't want to hear about Sherry since she's been gone. See, that's how Steve Perry could get you. But I've already thought past that. I'm going to film the entire thing. And when I have it on video... Steve Perry singing Karaoke Journey. 
I'm going to fucking put that online, and that's going to go viral. It's going to get like 600 billion trillion views, and I'll, uh, I'll increase my investment by megafold. That's a word they use there, right? Megafold. There you go. All to get Steve Perry to sing one more Journey song. Safety guy says not a dry seat in the house. Will he be able to house band at ABS? Oh, Steve Perry. Steve Perry can do whatever he wants at ABS. ABS. It's ABS is Arnie's big barbecue buffet spot. Steve Perry goes up and sings Foreigner and Night Ranger. Nope, 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 no, Steve. Steve, you're not going to get the money. (laughs) If Steve Perry goes up there and this comes out, be like, cut it. Cut the music. Cut the music, Steve. You're not going to do that to us, you son of a bitch. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Uh, let's see, I'll take a break here. Why do I have to re-download all these songs? That's just stupid. That's just dumb. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? Okay, so we'll do this, into that, into this, to that, to the other. Hopefully they all play together and I don't have to sit here and go, okay, just do this and do that and do this. Um, but here you go. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. She loves to laugh, she loves to sing, she does everything. Hey! 
You're a rich girl and you're gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far
FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Oh, this could time out just perfect. This could happen just perfectly. Ask family. Uh, welcome back to the big show. Day after Thanksgiving. Nothing much planned here. Oh, shit. Tackling. Tackling. Okay, there we go. Um, I said I was going to do this, and I know that he's probably watching the game right now. And he probably won't answer his phone, but we're going to try to call Jill Murphy because the, the, the Huskers are on right now. Let's see if we can get Joe Murphy the day after Thanksgiving, if he's not in jail. He has no idea I'm calling. So I really don't expect him to answer. He should be listening to the show, though. Oh, Joseph. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome. (laughs) Joe, happy happy day after Thanksgiving, my friend. What was that? I said, happy uh, day after Thanksgiving. You know that's a Cornhusker ball game right now. I don't need your back sass. No, I, 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 I wanted to get your... Uh, I I'm, try, I'm trying to get bowl eligible here, and I got you calling me with your pony baloney. So we, we got, you, we got, we, we got you, second and ten right now. <laughs> second and ten, the Cornhuskers on defense right now. Iowa's dropped back. Deacon Hill, the quarterback, hands off. Oh, the Huskers' defense strong, stopping him there. Yeah, they clobbered him right there, Jimmy. I'll tell you what, this Husker defense, these guys, Matt Rule has got these guys fired up. I'm going to tell you right now, they're a different kind of ball club. When Scott Frost had his lazy ass here, nobody cared. But old Matt Rule, when he did the the breast cancer speech, we're fired up and we're tired of losing. And we're going to a bowl game. Uh, third and nine here. Uh, Husker faithful in droves. Uh, we're in fourth there. and nine. Sorry, we uh, get it incomplete. I'm a little ahead of you, I you're, guess. You're ahead. Okay. It, go, uh, there it, go, we go. it goes fourth and nine. Fourth and nine. There you go. Husker defense showing up, baby. The black shirts are That's back. What we do. That's what we do. The black shirts. I don't know if you know about the black shirts. Oh, you know what? You're from Iowa, you punter. You know what? You might as well get a girl out there. <laughs> I wish I had the same time as you. Uh, I, I I didn't really mean to interrupt your your, your game because I know how they <laughs> no, are. But you just caught me off guard. No, I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I, I, I love me. doing play by play. I love every minute. But I just I just people in my house wherever they're like I'm just like I don't give a fuck what you're watching right now. We're going <laughs> we're going fucking Chubba fucking faggot Purdy. See if he can fucking do something from from Chubba Queen Creek Arizona. Quit being a queen and fuck fucking playing like your brother. <laughs> Joe Fuck. Murphy is fired up today. Chuba, uh, gee, his name is Chuba. Can we do that? His, what's Can a, we what's a Chuba? For the love of God. What's a Chuba, Joe? Joe, a Chuba? His name is Chuba. 
Chubba. Chubba Birdie. All Little right, brother of, and, and when all fucking Brock Birdie goes into triple coverage, he still the Niner catches the pass. He gets away with it. Not this fucker. He goes into double coverage. Oh, it's a pick six. Fuck off. <laughs> I just get so fucking mad because they switched to the Niner game. Last week, the Niner game, he just threw his triple coverage uh, block party there. And he's like a boom, touchdown. And I'm like, oh, my God, why can't your little brother do that? Well, there was a fumble at the end of the play, but they, they said he was down, which he was down on that play. Second and eight now. Uh, let's see Chubba. Chubba handing the ball off. Oh, uh, what you know, Joe. Here's the question I have for you: as, as we're doing the play-by-play and color of this game, what happened to the long-standing history of running backs from Nebraska? What, what, why did they stop? Oh, because you got guys like Bill Cow. Oh, yeah, we go breakthrough, buddy. At a boy, first down. At a kid. Um, I, I like you. I like you, son. I'm gonna keep you on the fucking team. Um, because. That, you know, oh, we need to open up the offense. And people would say, we need to, we need to throw the ball. Open up. Well, guess what? When Tom Osborne won 30 games in a row, he led the nation in rushing, you stupid fucks. Well, this is the thing I don't understand. And, and we, can, we can talk about this in the sports world because we see it happen every year, especially at the end of the season. When things get cold, people don't throw the ball and they have to run the ball. But running backs are are so misused now that they're broken after two seasons. How they really are. It, it, you're right. I don't know. Because remember, remember, if you could run the ball, you were good. Oh, yeah. You were good. You run the ball to set up the pass because it was, you know, at Wooster, when I played at Wooster, we didn't have a playbook, okay? It was belly dip one, belly dip two. And the tight end over the middle, we played smash mouth football. And we would run it up their throat every fucking play. And then all of a sudden we throw. What? They're throwing. What? Yeah. And that's what we do in Nebraska. And you run to set up the pass. And and they don't do that anymore. Everybody wants the fancy schmancy, throw it down to Debo Samuel or Tyreek or whatever. And it's all got to be just like the whole move the fences in in baseball so we can have more home runs. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants that. To, and they don't know, like me and you know, this game is one in the trenches. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, you look at all these teams that win. They win by running the ball at the end of the season. And I, I don't know what running backs need to do to stay healthy. But it seems like it's only been over the past five or six years that we've seen running backs that are only good for like two seasons and then they're done. But we don't have the Walter Paytons of the world, the Earl Campbells, the Emmett Smiths, the guys that lasted for 10, 12 seasons. Yeah, like Barry, Barry Sanders. I mean, he quit too early. Then you got guys like the bus. You got guys, like you said, Thurman Thomas. Uh, uh, you know, even OJ, fuck that sure. fucking that fucking killer ran for two thousand yards in a oh, season. God, he he murdered the defense. <laughs> he really did murder a lot of people. <laughs> we know that for a fact. But uh, but yeah, but I mean, you gotta you gotta you've got to run. The, if you can run the football, when Nebraska won their championship, they averaged four hundred yards a game rushing. You, nobody's going to stop you no. if you're going to rush for 400 yards a game. Nobody. I don't care because we can just do what the fuck we want. Now, now, here's my caveat I got to throw at you, though, Joe. 
Is it because the defensive players have gotten so much faster that it's eliminated a part of the running game that that now you that they can you, they can close in on runners and they can they can stop the runners from having big games by putting eight guys in the box? Is that changed it or is it just? Well, number one is there's this new position called the edge. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's right. a defensive end, I guess. Yeah. But it's now the edge guy or whatever, which is ridiculous. You got to stay home, son. You got you don't lose contain. You stay home. What about that triple option? Yeah, you commit too early. Guess what? He's gonna toss it out to Lawrence Phillips, and you're done. Yeah, I mean, but but see, they can't run the option anymore because defenses are too fast. You can't run the option in the NFL. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you, you can't. You can't have plays that take too long to develop. You know, mm-hmm. you really can't. You gotta just you you know you gotta get rid of the quarterbacks. You gotta get rid of that football in two seconds because they're closing in on them. And uh, everybody's so fast. It's like it's like in basketball. They might have to raise the rim because everybody <laughs> can just stand next to it and just put it in like they're dipping a potato chip in salsa. You know, I mean, it's like in football. They're getting so fast, like you're saying. You know, everybody's so fast. And oh, there's Shadur and his brother Shiloh making ten million dollars for eating fucking a Wendy's hamburger. Um, Joe, we got to take care of some network business here. Uh, just to let you know, CBS is ending Blue Bloods after 14 seasons. Well, uh, you know what? All that means is that who, who's the only Wahlberg that counts anyway? Is Mark. I mean, the rest of them just are so pissed at Mark. He's like a Tom Cruise, and the rest of them are fighting to get his job on Happy Days, you know? <laughs> Yes, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Thanks for picking up that second-rate bitch. What's her name? McCarthy? Fuck, I had that girl. Are you kidding me? So, yes, Blue Bloods is going to end their season with two parts. Uh, the final season will start uh, probably in in the spring sometime. But Tom Selleck coming to her an end of Blue Bloods. And Boy. you know... That Tom Selleck is the only man allowed to have a mustache, and it's okay. It's okay. The rest of you are porn stars, well, and you wait, have a mustache. Wait, 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 okay? wait. There were At two. Least goatee. There were two. There were two, and then the, the one passed away. That was Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Oh, and, Burt, and, yeah, Burt, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Burt, of course, with Sally Field. If Sally Field jumped in my Trans Am, I ain't shopping either. <laughs> I don't know why you have a Trans Am. Uh, I was yeah, got the no, ball again. I mean, uh, come here. Was it a Trans Am or? It was a Trans Am. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, key, yeah. I tell you okay, what. Okay, yeah. Because I don't drive no goddamn board. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, the, the Nebraska defense looks solid in this game. Dude, look up Nebraska's run defense and stuff, and, and they're like top of the list. I mean, the only way Colorado wins a football game is if they score 60 points because you know the other team's going to score 55. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen because you're horrible. Uh, but Nebraska, I think, is number two or three against the run. They, they're right up there. Uh, now, what about Sam Elliott? Is Sam Elliott allowed to have a mustache? Okay, we'll give it to Sam because he's got to be in every Western made or every anything before 1906 or something. He's got to be able to go like, he won't make it past Nebraska without guns and ammo. Uh, Joe, I'm going to let you go because I'm going to let you watch your game in peace. 
Uh, I love you, buddy. I'm very thankful that you're a part of this show each and every week. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, my man. You have a great rest of your day. You know what? Nothing made me happier than seeing uh, the phone rang. I thought it was going to be Bank of America or or or, 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 or Capital One. Go fuck yourself. And it was my buddy, Artie State. I was more than happy to answer, buddy. Uh, I love you so much. Uh, you have a great rest of your Thanksgiving weekend, my friend. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, everybody. I had to call Murph during the Nebraska game. He's fired up, boy. Nebraska's defense playing solid. Yeah, I gotta give it up to him. I'm, I'm watching a little bit back here in the in the background. Um, I see you aren't mentioning the current OU game on to uh, OU's playing or they play who are they playing TCU. Hold on a second here. Let's flip the channels. Uh, let's get the clicker here. Well, what about Miami and Boston College? TCU at Oklahoma. Boy, what a rivalry! Man, oh man, Oklahoma's already winning. Come on, frogs. Nope, that one's incomplete. God, TCU sucks. I want Oklahoma to win. You're never going to hear me. I want to play Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. I want the Big 12 champion. I want the Big 12 to have to watch their team, the, the two best teams in the conference play that are leaving. That's what I want to see. Oh, I can't wait until the commissioner of the Big 12 comes out and has to hand... Steve Sarkeesian, because we're not going to lose to Oklahoma again. Just let everybody know. Um, to, to hand Steve Sarkeesian that fucking Big 12 championship, if I'm Sarkeesian, I just throw it on the ground. We're waiting for our next one next year in the SEC. He won't do that because he's a classy guy, but I would do that because I'm not a classy guy. But you see how I did that network thing, how we jumped in and I announced that Blue Bloods is ending after, it actually is ending after 14 years. Good Lord. Man, that's been on forever. Uh, let's see. What else you want to talk about? Anything you guys want to talk about? Hey, I said this is a town hall. You guys want to talk about stuff. I got two stories that I have to do before the end of the show. One story is going to end the day because it's, it's just perfect. And it, it's so perfect for everybody who's traveling right now. So there you go. Um, let's see, what else is in the news? I got all these stories, but nothing, nothing's grabbing me. Nothing's like, let's talk about this. Uh, people are being free from Israel. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, the exploding car. They were going over the rainbow bridge. I guess they were taking a dog or something. I'm not sure, but a Bentley like jumped a ramp or something and blew up in midair. And people were saying, "Oh, it was a terrorist attack." And turning out, it's not a terrorist attack. Well, whatever. Have you weighed in on Argentina Trump? You know, I you know I really haven't yet, but uh. I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. I don't know a lot about the guy. I know that he's very eccentric. He's very uh, demonstrative on stage. He jumps around. They're calling him the Donald Trump of, of that area. Okay. Does he have the same leadership qualities that Donald Trump did, or is he just a buffoon and people voted for him and it's going to come back and bite him in the ass? 
I like I said, I don't know. Maybe this weekend, uh, safety guy, I'll do some reading on him. Uh, Red and White says, I'm going to see one of my favorite bands tonight in Santa Cruz. Do you like death metal? Not the world's biggest fan. Well, who are you seeing? Do I, do I, will I know who they are? I know a few death metal, but death metal is, look, death, it's not my cup of tea. I think they're very talented musicians that play in death metal bands that can play that fast, that long, that loud. That, that takes a lot of talent. Got to give it up to them. Just not the world's biggest death metal guy. The car on the Rainbow Bridge was a replay of 35 driving that night. Y'all ready uh, about the halftime show yesterday? Wait, oh, I haven't talked about Dolly. No, I haven't. First of all, Dolly's shorts are way too long, and they look really cheap. Ready, Kid goes, are those jean shorts from Target? Now, the upper part of her, her outfit was fantastic, but you have to remember that Dolly's 70 years old. Dolly has old lady legs that she had covered up in all kinds of stockings. Um, and the whole halftime show was lip sync. I mean, there's no, and, and, and honestly, I have to say that watching Dolly perform, she didn't seem super energetic. I know that she's in her 70s. I know that she's an old lady. Just a quick question. Why? Why, why did they have Dolly perform? Like, this, this halftime show is always a big deal. The the Thanksgiving halftime show at the Cowboys game is always a big deal. Shania Twain did it, and Creed did it, and Creed's just supposed to be the best of all time. I don't know. Um, it's a halftime show at Thanksgiving. Usually I'm not paying that much attention to it. Um, but the Dolly thing, like, all I got to say is why? Because she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and her doing We Are the Champions – if she would have got that song and moved it across the street and sang it at, at fucking Globe Life, then I could have gotten involved. That stadium ain't seen no championships, hon. You can't sing that song in there. Let me blow through five and get hot wire iron rack twice. You end up with a lot of scabs. I call bullshit. It's not a terrorist attack. There are multiple witnesses that it was an explosion before impact. Then Biden briefed. All of a sudden it wasn't. I have no idea. Slaughter to Prevail. Uh, it's a Russian band. Okay, I don't know who they are. But, hey, I know that Russian death metal is pretty fucking hardcore. What was Jack Harlow's halftime show set up with Macy's Day Parade? All those things are so terrible. Uh, the Super Bowl, we get Diddy's former lover, Usher. Arnie, because Jelly Roll is the new face of country that was busy. Oh, God, if he were to do I would have turned it off. It could have been worse. Yes, she was about the spandex suits, but, meh, it was okay. It, I mean, it was okay. Best damn lip sync performance I've ever seen. Did you look past her chin? Did you get to see up? Did, or were you just focused in on that one Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit appendage there of the cleavage? I'll ask the question. What do we need a halftime show for? 
I mean, it's, it's for the people in the stands that don't want to get up and wait in line for concessions all afternoon because that's what happens. Halftime is the the break period. And usually you get a marching band or you might get somebody, you know, juggling or, man, it, it fucking it, Kings games, they used to have the greatest halftime show in the world. And I ain't talking about that lady who would juggle all them damn plates and spin all them plates on a stick. That, that maids, those are your people that do that. I like the dog that caught the Frisbee. Anytime we can get a dog involved catching a Frisbee, I'm on board. Remember the great outdoor games where they would throw the, the squeaky toy in the pool and we could see how far the dog could jump? That's one of my favorite things to watch in the entire world. I couldn't pay, get past her Walmart shorts. That, <laughs> really nasty mess from her belly button to her ass. Can't afford to get that fixed. Yes, I was focused on her tits. Cowboys girl, he wasn't uh, want to be part of the gun running gang. All the other parts went to jail. Who's that? Uh, that other white rap guy want to be in halftime show in Detroit. I didn't like. I didn't watch that halftime show either. I'm not a halftime show guy. I appreciate what the Super Bowl has tried to do, but they fail now each and every year amazingly. They'll hit one out of the park. Give it up to the one that they had Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre at. That wasn't pretty. That wasn't. That wasn't horrible. But Shakira and Jennifer Lopez fail. This year, Usher, abysmal failure. Who was it? Wasn't it uh, Rihanna last year? Wasn't she pregnant? So it was Fat Rihanna last year. Fail. Been training my German short-haired pointer for dock diving. Nice. The weekend, oh, fail. Next year will be Taylor Swift. Look, look. Taylor Swift is going to do a great halftime show. I'm, I'm just going to tell you that right now. No, it's not because my wife's a Swifty. It's because Taylor Swift puts on a good show. Taylor, and, and by the way, it should be Taylor Swift. You know why? Because Taylor Swift is the biggest artist in the world, and that's who should be playing the halftime show. Not fucking Usher. Good Lord, was James Blunt not available? Did the supergroup Chalk Farm from the 90s? Yeah, look that one up. Or Jars of Clay? Were they, were they, are they collaborating right now? Were they too busy? Your Instagram uh, post on deviled eggs inspired me. Made some yesterday. So good. P.S. Arnie, are you happy you're back in Texas? Yes. Very, very happy here in Texas. Happiest I've ever been. Bring back Creed for the halftime show. The Creed belongs to the Rangers now, damn it. We're not sharing Creed with the damn Cowboys. Jay-Z only wants to promote hip-hop and R&B people. (laughs) <laughs> was Hall and Oates busy? Yeah, they broke up. I'd mute if they Swift performed. I can't stand her. Me, okay, that's my. Hey, it, 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 that's what I do most of the time. When it was Black Eyed Peas, I didn't watch that. That was terrible. You have to have ginormous artists to play the halftime show of the Super Bowl. And they they were they were on a fringe when they had Katy Perry do it. Katy Perry was oh so close, but not really superstar. I mean, we're 
when you had the Who do it, superstars. When you had Paul McCartney do it, superstar. Tom Petty, eh, that was a stretch, but he did a good job. And then the the greatest halftime show to ever, ever happen was Prince. You can't deny that. He made it rain during Purple Rain, for God's sakes. Halftime, they should invite all the kids from 5 to 15 to pretend a dodgeball game in the winning side, get free Cokes. The violence would be amazing. Oh, Swoosh says, Prince's halftime show, all these people rage about sucked. I said it sucked. It was the greatest halftime show ever. Oh, swoosh. But it's a halftime show. They want to bring down the house, bring out bouncy bananas. I mean, can you imagine this? The crowd's getting ramped up. I mean, the NFL's trying to go global. What's bigger than global than going to India, baby? Sure, the malaria's bad. But the plantains? Delicious. I don't even know if they even have plantains there. Y'all have fruit there in India? There we go. Oh, the crowd's going wild. Dolly was wearing a diaper and she was lip syncing. Oh, yeah, she was lip syncing bad. Um, if it was just him gyrating to the guitar, not good. Michael Jackson appearing all over the stadium. I know it was impersonators, but still cool, far superior. Well, that was the first time they, they, they did it was when Michael Jackson played and they did uh, the Cowboys' Bills. That was the first time they started doing big-time performances. Garth Brooks sung the national anthem. Cowboys beat the shit out of the Bills 52-17. Tommy was at the game. I know Arnie didn't watch, but did anyone else watch the Macy's Parade yesterday? Because, wow, that ending. You told me about uh, Hold on a second here. I want to read what you wrote me in the ending. Because I, I, I don't watch the parade anymore because, well, it's a parade. It's like taking pictures of salad. It's salad. Um, Santa and Mrs. Claus appeared. Mrs. Claus was a black woman. And Santa was the same. But there was an elf in a wheelchair by the float. Wait, wait. Santa was a black woman? How can Santa Claus be a black woman? Why, 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 why fuck with Santa? Please don't fuck with Santa. And and, and now we are. We, we, do you know? Do, do you know why Santa Claus is white? Because black people don't want to live at the North Pole. That's why. No, Santa was, okay, so Santa was normal, same as always, okay. Santa got robbed, but his wife was black. There you go. He picked up, he picked up Mrs. Claus when she was a good girl in Nairobi. 
Let me ask you this question. <clears throat> Why do you think it's taken this long? I mean, I mean, seriously. Am I surprised at this? No. Surprised they have a handicap elf? No. God almighty. Anybody who gets work, let me tell you this right now. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is full of a bunch of people that are carrying around these these balloons. And that's what makes the Macy's Parade so great is their, their oversized balloons, Stewie and... Yosemite Sam or whoever they have up there now. I don't know. Blues, Clues, whatever. But see, it all started going downhill, I don't know, about 15 years ago when they started having all of Broadway perform. Because in Broadway, well, there's a lot of people that live alternative lifestyles. And they're fabulous. And they lip sync to all these fabulous fucking things they do in... in at Broadway, which, by the way, Broadway is just whatever. You want to go to New York, go to a Broadway show, go. I'll take a movie any day of the week. Sorry, not sorry. Santa had a wine rack scar on his face. I saw Mrs. Claus kick the shit out of human Santa got a DUI bailing her out. He meant it when he referred to her as a ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Plus the assholes that glued their hands to the streets and said we need to protect Palestine and the planet while tossing blood on themselves. I heard that there was was one group of people that did that. See, if I was New York PD, I would would just fucking, I would weed weed eater them. Just get 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 the get get this fucking deal. Throw them in the 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 mulch machine. Our world is fucked. All the propaganda controls masses, brainwaves. That's all it is. They want to tell you that we look. This is the thing I I talked about it earlier. And today's show is a fun show. Look here. Truth of the matter is that people still see color because it's impossible not to. I don't see color. Yes, you do. You can delineate between a black person and a white person. It's pretty fucking easy by opening your eyes. Now, what you don't see are the stereotypes. See a black person, you automatically think, oh, they're a gangster rapper. You've got a problem. See a black person, I see there's somebody who's living, breathing. I don't care. I don't care what their outfits say about them. I don't care anything. If I see a black person, I know it's a black person. That doesn't make me racist. And it doesn't make you racist. Oh, I don't see color. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you do. Don't be stupid. They not understand no one is an indigenous person in Palestine. All these people here from Ottoman Empire, other Muslim countries, the Jews fled out of Egypt. It's land of refugees. No, they don't realize that. They want their way. It's like everybody else. Everybody wants their way, and if you don't do it their way, they're not going to listen to you diplomatically. They're going to take it by force because they think that's the way it's done. And by the way, it's been done that way with the propaganda and the brain-melding of Americans. If you don't believe in this, we're going to cancel you. 
if you don't believe that transgenderism is a real thing, then we're going to make you seem like the worst person on the face of the earth. How many people did they do that to? It is in the healthcare realm. It's a mental health issue. I won't say disability. I will say it is a mental health issue, this whole trans thing. But God Almighty, if you say it's a mental health issue, you're canceled. Your words are violent. No, my words are not violent. They got people to believe that. They got people to believe the phrase that words are violent. We allowed a black man in California to be called the white fa- the black face of white supremacy. By the way, that was Larry Elder. Ran for governor when Gavin Newsom was uh, recalled. I see good people and bad people. I just look here, I just see people. And I'm going to let you fucking do whatever you're going to do, and I'll, then I'll judge if you're a good or a bad person. Now I'm seeing conspiracy people saying it was Israel special forces that did 9-11 and had something kidnapping and all that. It wasn't Hamas. So fucking stupid. It, it is so dumb. All forms of retardation in their genes. Larry Elder, yeah. It's a mental health issue combined with people that want attention, and it's a vogue. It is. It's it, you know what it, Dave Co. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's in vogue. It's protected. That's the new vogue in vogue term now is protected because they're a protected people. Because if you question them, that's violent, which I don't understand. I don't understand how asking questions is violent. Like, like if I were to ask the question, can I stab you? That might be that might come off as a violent question. Okay, I, I get that one. But if I have a question of how do you know that you're a female? Oh, you can't answer that. Or if I ask the Joe Rogan question, who asked this question brilliantly, if you were actually born a woman, but you're in a man's body, why do you need hormones? Because you were born a woman, you say. You say that you were born knowing that you're a woman. But you need hormone injections? Well, every woman that I know, they don't get hormone injections. Not at least for the first part of their life. Maybe later in life to to battle some things, maybe. They keep this stupid shit up and people are going to snap and it's going to get violent. TikTok. That's all I got to say is TikTok. You mix in all this stupidity with all the stupidity that's going around politically because, and they do merge, but these are two separate issues. The stupidity of feeling bad that, or, or calling people out that, that want the border shut down because we can't afford to have tens of millions of refugees coming here illegally every year and milking our systems and taking everything from the hardworking people that if they do fall on hard times now can't get to that that was set up for them because we have to take care of all these people from, and, and I'm not even going to say Mexico, I'm going to say from El Salvador, from Colombia, from India, 
from Africa, from Russia, from the Middle East that are all coming here, and 4% have applied for jobs. But once again, I'm the racist for saying those things. You see how they, they've, they've tried to battle me? I didn't even make a racial statement there. I just said that we need to stop this because we as a country can't afford it. Well, you're a racist. How am I a racist? Please tell me how I'm a racist. I mean, aside from the jokes that I tell and the fact of the matter is that I don't give a fuck. You, you want to call me a racist for that? That's fine. Me calling out closing the borders down or at least securing the borders, calling me racist for that, you're the stupid moron. Born a woman in a man's body bullshit and vice versa. I agree. Love the video where Matt Walsh asked a trans EMT if a trans patient biological male complained that they were having a miscarriage. Would you believe them? And the EMT admits no. God. Oh, I could not imagine being a first responder. There was a video going around a couple weeks ago of this woman who was, I guess, an Indian gal. She said she was indigenous. Whatever. She's Indian. Casino, not call center. And she had she she told the cops she had terrible social anxiety and she was hammered. She was robbed. She was driving under the influence. And uh they arrest her. She tried to fight the cops because she wouldn't do any of the tests because she said she had terrible social anxiety. And she was indigenous, and she was afraid of the police. And this is like a 10-minute a, a video that you watch, and you, you just you scream at because she's not willing to do You Look, you broke the law. The end. You, you went out there, and you got hammered. You broke the law, and the police pulled you over, and they asked you to do a series of tests, and you weren't willing to do it. Well, of course they're going to arrest you, dummy. I'm not racist if I hate everyone, am I? No. We as a country can't afford it. You're so right, Arnie. People have no uh, idea what the radical Islamic terrorist goal is. Their difference is fuck. The average American nowadays has no clue. And I, you know what? I'm not even talking about those ones. But you're absolutely right, Blue Blueberry Sun. Absolutely right. These people that are wanting to come over here to cause harm, they're here. They're already here. And when their magical dog whistle goes off and they hear it, now I'm going to get too serious now on a Friday show day after Thanksgiving, but that dog whistle is going to go out right after Donald Trump wins the presidency. I love the freestyle format. Well, thank you. An equal opportunity discriminator as well. I hate everybody equally. People were literally hanging on the outside of an aircraft trying to escape Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a shithole. I'll say it. Donald Trump said it was a shithole and people fucking jumped his shit for it. Well, it's a dump. Arnie, I have some wrestling talk. Why did SummerSlam lining up to be a lame show uh, used to be the biggest pay-per-view? SummerSlam? Why are you thinking about SummerSlam? 
Freestyle Friday. That could be a thing. We could do that. Have some kind of clues of where we're going to go and then just talk about whatever. Uh, back to the wrestling. Man, I'm just worried about war games tomorrow. Can't get me started thinking about that. And then I got to think of End of the World AEW with Samoa Joe versus MJF. SummerSlam. We got to get to WrestleMania first. Survivor Series. Oh, Survivor Series. What this weekend? Well, they saved their ass with Survivor Series with the 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 War Games match. Now, I'm hearing all kinds of things here. Now, Stackar, hear me out here. So, we know that the fifth member is Randy Orton. It's in Chicago, and there's been a lot of talk about CM Punk. I said that Randy Orton was going to turn because the Usos are the ones who put him out. He's going to turn on them, and he's going to turn on Cody, and that's going to be the feud. Um, I think Randy Orton turns early in the play- pay-per-view, and he he does something bad to, to Cody, or he does something bad to Jey Uso, and Jey Uso can't participate or something like that, and they, or, 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 or and CM Punk comes. Now, WWE doesn't have to use CM Punk, but if they want to bury AEW, and I think they kind of do, they're going to bring back CM Punk. Tomorrow's going to be an interesting pay-per-view. That's what makes it, that's the only reason why it's it's going to be interesting to watch Dakar is because there could be two gigantic superstars that come back. Don't see people crossing the Afghanistan border illegally. Hell no. They know exactly where that is, and they stay five miles away from it at all times. Survivor Series War Games will be cool. The other matches will just have to fill time, pretty much. Seems like the U.S. border is one way to escape everyone coming this way, and not even libtards who say they would leave didn't. No. Of course they're not going to leave. Cher and Joy Behar coming out saying if Donald Trump's reelected, they're going to leave. No, you aren't. Shut up, bitch. I mean, I, honestly. Whenever Joy Behar just starts talking. So shut up, bitch. And then you're going to throw Cher in there. So shut up, bitch. Tired of that. I'm going to move with someone to... No, you're not. Where are you going to go? Not everybody has open borders. You can't just go, hey, Canada, we're coming in. And if you're a rich and mighty celebrity and you want to buy coastal land in Mexico, nope, sorry, no, no land for you, gringo. Not at least for the first 10 years. We'll lease it to you. Triple H there and Seth Rollins. I do not see Punk being uh, invited back to WWE. Swoosh, I agree. I There's a lot of talk about it, though, and it's very interesting talk. I don't see it happening either, but I wouldn't be surprised. Have them say it under uh, oath so they can get persecuted. Uh, I used your lines at Red Hawk Casino a couple weeks ago. My wife asked if they were able to sell methanol cigarettes, and I said no because it was an Indian casino. Feathers, not dots. Woo, 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 not ya, ya, ya. As I said the last part, a guy sitting at the slot machine heard me and spit his drink out of his nose in laughter. Instinctively, I said, well, that was the last bet too much. (laughs) You got a spit take from somebody and you weren't even meaning to. That's awesome. Didn't Whoopi say she was going to leave if Trump got elected? She's still here. 
Did she say that the first time? There are a bunch of people that said it the first time. They didn't go anywhere. They're a bunch of fucking liars. Hell, I won't have to move to China if Joe Biden's reelected. China will just come over here. Fuck's sake. Rosie O'Donnell, Kathy Griffin, all those idiots. Rosie said it too. Nobody's going to let Rosie move there. They're like, what can you provide us? Oh, I do interesting lesbian humor. (laughs) Denied. I'm Rosie O'Donnell. I'm from the the Bronx. Shut up. Cut your hair shorter. Oh, my God, you drive a Subaru? You don't say. I mean, was that the shortest trip ever out of a closet was for Rosie O'Donnell? She's like, I have nudes of Madonna. And they're like, everyone does. Nobody wants to see him. Uh, Shut up, Rosie, you pig. God, you're gross. Do you think that Rosie O'Donnell was ever in anybody's fucking spank bank fucking vault? You got the highlight reel in your head, you know. Rosie O'Donnell had to only show up if you wanted to last longer. Think, oh, Jessica Alba. Oh, Jessica Beal. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, it went away. I think it would go away forever. I'd rather get the toothless gal from Hee Haw. I'd rather picture her because at least the toothless part is still kind of sexy. There ain't nothing sexy about Rosie O'Donnell. I will I will go on record saying Rosie O'Donnell is the least sexiest person on the face of the earth. There is nothing about her. She is a soft on king, Battleborn. Remember when she had that stupid scooch gun or whatever that shoot the fucking furry balls at people? Like, what are you trying to do? You're shooting furry balls at people? Are you trying to say you want to be a man and throw your nuts on people's face? Good God. I swear. I don't even know why she got on TV. She's funny. She's not funny. She's annoying as shit. I mean, I would much rather... Look, look. If I had to be annoyed on TV by some of the three most annoying people ever on TV, I can tell you who they are right now. And we'll go from last to first. Sophia Vergara, third. Second would be Fran Drescher, the nanny. <laughs> and then you got Rosie O'Donnell. And the only reason why the other two aren't the top spot, because they're both annoying as shit, because Sophia Vergara... Hey, we liked Charo the first time we saw her. But you got nice tits. We'll keep you around. Fran Drescher, for some reason, people found attractive, even though she was the nanny. (laughs) 
Every time I have to do Chinese algebra, I think of Rosie O'Donnell. That way it's not so hard. Jesus Christ. All right, final story here before I besmirch anybody else. We got to take a trip. It wouldn't be the holidays without taking a trip and going to the Sunshine State. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Now, it's the holidays. Arnie, if you had a bat, who would you beat first, Tony Romo or Chris Collinsworth? Oh, man. Probably Romo. Probably, most likely. Your friend Dresher and Dawn in person sound the same. <laughs> Hers is, well, well uh, she has a new impersonation. I, I I haven't quite mastered uh the, the Fran Drescher is he he he. This one is That's hers now. All right, back to Florida we go. And yes, we have video and I'm sharing it with you right now. A woman riding on Frontier Airlines from sunny Philadelphia to Florida. Gave fellow passengers more than they were ready for. Sorry, everybody. Are you oh, my God. This, that woman is pulling her pants down on the plane. And she's peeing on the floor. She peed on the floor. No, you. I got to go pee. I don't give up. This poor little woman next to me. Let me back. Let me back. I don't know what the problem is. I, I don't know why the flight attendant is blocking this fat broad from going to the bathroom. Possibly because somebody's probably in the bathroom and they have a rule that says you can't stand up in the front of the plane because, see, that's what terrorists do. So you got to sit your big ass down and wait there, hunchy. And you can't wait and you pull your fucking pants down and you start to act like you're going to pee right there on the floor. I'm just going to tell you right now, you would have got some redneck kung fu right to your forehead if I'd have been sitting there. Ha, chi, 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 ah. Oh, I'm taking you home, country roads, right there. Good God almighty. Diarrhea was worse. Oh, that one lady who did that. At least she did it in the bathroom area. This gal did it right in the middle of the damn walkway. Dropping to go pee-pee. Jesus Christ. That's going to do it for us today, ass family. We did it. We made it through the Friday after Thanksgiving show together. We will be back on Monday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Now, look here. I know that y'all still are probably going strong from the holiday. And if you're going to continue your drinking ways, more power to you. You got football on today, tomorrow, and Sunday as well. 
If you're out and about, fantastic, but get a ride home. Get yourself a lift, get an Uber, get a cab, get a designated driver, but get back to me on Monday. Until then, adios, everybody.
Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.